1: Welcome back to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast. I'm Afees, and with me, as always, is Devin. And we are about to go through the WrestleMania card, which was just too big for one night. Um, so it's going to be an awesome show. But also, too, it's our 100th episode is Clark Street yes. Wrestling Podcast.
0: 100, so,
1: 100. Yeah, man. Definitely a cool mo- milestone uh, for the po- podcast. Uh, looking forward to, to breaking down WrestleMania for that podcast. Yes. Um, so, yeah, man, this is going to be awesome.
0: Yeah man, I can't wait, you know, it's this is this is going to be a, a special one man cuz it so happens to be we're recapping WrestleMania but happens to be our 100 episode as well. So to 100 uh more as well to you man. Hey man, that be that be great. That would be great. Um
1: and yeah, th- this is it's so wow because again with wrestlemania being being mad and this is such an interesting wrestlemania uh, one of a kind you know probably never see this kind of wrestlemania again um i mean hopefully so because the reasons why we're getting this wrestlemania in this way with no fans is, is uh one that you know with COVID 19 we hope we never see this again a uh, virus right. uh you know kind of take over our lives like this again so yeah. knock on wood that that we don't have to you know be talking about you know no fans in the arena um but, yeah, man, it was definitely a, a, a card that, you know, they took some some chances. They did some things differently. Uh, they they gave us a show. And I, I'll just start off just by saying that I just felt, you know, happy to have wrestling uh, during this time uh, with, with everything going on in the world and and having yes. WrestleMania one way or another. Like, I respect everybody that decided not to uh, participate in WrestleMania as well. I feel like, you know, you got to do what you feel best about, what you feel most comfortable with, like Roman Reigns, for instance, all props to him. It's very courageous sometimes to, to say totally hey, understandable. yeah, that you're not going to take part in something like that, that you would have been potentially the main event of to then say like, okay, I don't want to, I'm not going to do this. I, I got to take care of myself. I got to take care of my family. Got a mm-hmm. lot of respect for him for that. Um, and at the same point, I have a lot of respect for the people that did. Go out there and you know just went and and gave us a great show you know and 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 risked themselves you know but yeah, yeah, at the same man, time gave us to
0: each and every performer man yes. on on there that displayed their their talent so thank you man you guys definitely entertained
1: yeah so and that that's all throughout the card from people you yes. know regardless of you know story wise and you know, oh do we think that they should be a Wrestlemania or not like this is more of just a thank you to all of them just for like going out there and, and doing what they did and giving us that entertainment like you know what we think of them as characters is, is separate of what we think of them as people so everyone from you know Baron Corbett and Elias to Drew McIntyre <laughs> and Braun Strowman you know like yeah. it, it's I feel all the same towards all of them in terms of a big thank you just for putting on that that show, um, so yeah, man, it was it was great.
0: It was definitely, man. I echo those same thoughts, man. So it was definitely uh, entertaining, like I said, and you know, it made me forget about what's going on in the world. And because I was definitely using WrestleMania as an outlet, because I just love this art. Yeah,
1: same, same here. So without further ado, man, let's let's start this off and break it down. So we had two two nights of action because yes. again, this was uh, too big for just one night. This WrestleMania at the performance. Let me ask Center. you
0: something real quick. Mm-hmm. How did you enjoy the format, real quick? For first, uh, did, it, did you enjoy it? Was it you got to get used to it? I enjoyed it. I I, okay. I felt
1: very like you know, I didn't feel like it was too much. I felt like, okay, it made sense. I mean, that slogan, you know, we we talk about it, and you, <laughs> you kept talking about it and, and wondering if it was bothering me. It really didn't because it did actually feel like it was too big for just one night. You know, last year's was was too much, you know, really, in terms yeah, of yeah. one sitting. Um, so it made sense to split it up, and, and WrestleMania is such a special event. And I guess the, the thing that's cool about this is that you you that fatigue that sometimes sets sets in when a pay per view goes really long. Um, You didn't get that here when it comes to like a, no. you know last year's seven hour
0: plus yeah. WrestleMania, and you felt it at the women's main event as well. Like I think that's why you know it, it was still good, but yeah. I think the crowd was just tired, man, because of the energy, man. You're there for seven plus hours. Man,
1: that's fair. Yeah, that's that's definitely fair. I I felt like I still enjoyed that, and I I, I felt like I took. Breaks during certain matches that I wasn't as excited for, so I think that's that was more of how I because I basically watched the whole thing in one sitting last year, you know, as yeah. I typically do, and yeah, I felt I felt that fatigue, but I guess I I, I was so anticipating that matchup that you know I, I I it didn't bother me as much when it came to that match, but I get what you're saying, and I think a lot of people probably echo your thoughts that. You know, by the time it got to that matchup, you're just like, oh, finally, where it's almost over. And, you know, damn, I'm just so tired because it's been going so long. So I get it. I get it. But this format, you know, it, it it's like, you know, you get a three-hour and three-and-a-half-slash-four-hour show, you know, the two yeah. nights. Um, it was spread out nicely. Again, more... Um, just more more breathing room for matches. Um, yeah, it just it felt like a like a good format for WrestleMania specifically. You know, I liked it, and it would be interesting to see if going forward, if they continue with doing a two night. Um, uh, that was my next thing. question. I was going to ask you. Yeah, <laughs> beat me to the punch. Well, business wise, it's it's, it's kind of tough because can you can you get a venue for two nights? You know, like the next one's going to be in 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 LA, so. Yeah. Are they going to be able to get that that venue? The, that, maybe it's the Staples Center that they're going to do? I think
0: you can. Don't concerts do the same thing? Like, if you're going to go see, like, a Jay-Z or Beyonce, are they there for, like, the weekend, just not there for Friday? If you was to, if they was going to perform at yeah. Soldier Field or something like that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess you could. But then also, too, like, the people that are out there, you know, traveling from around the world, like, is it is it going to be the same crowd? Is it is it going to be, like, two different groups all together uh you know it'll be interesting to see if i they think it'll be a that. good
0: mix because if they were to do this i think they'll set it up as first as a package deal mm-hmm. you know try to get more bang for your buck yeah because it wouldn't make sense to try you know purchase two separate out of the cart packages if you will right so right. I, I think you know i think the best way is you know you're going to get your bang for your buck so people are going to buy this package i'll probably be one of them if they was to do it i never been to a wrestlemania before Mm -hmm. but they was going to do a a split format I'll be one of the first ones to jump at that hat to uh, basically go for two nights and then I think you get your people that's going to maybe split it up oh let's see how the card is for Saturday I might go Saturday skip Sunday or vice versa
1: yeah yeah, I think it would be really interesting to see how they do it. Um, you know, I think it would be great just from a from a, like if I'm staying at home even to watch oh, it hell you know, yeah. again like it would be great, yeah. let alone Cuz I watched it
0: last year split up, you yeah. know. I didn't know I had to do it, but pretty much after that Triple H and Batista match for WrestleMania, I was I was fatigued, wrestling yeah. fatigue. I was done. I'm like, "Hey, we got to get back. We got kitties. We got to get on the road. Watch it the next morning." Yeah. Yeah, man. It,
1: it's 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 gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting. I think it's a good idea. You know, I think that it just it would make a whole lot of sense with the amount of, of superstars that they have on the roster right now. You know, they they want to give as many people a chance to be a part of WrestleMania as possible. And yeah. so, you know, now instead of having it be just one marathon of an event, split it up, you know, have it two nights. Like you said, you can yeah. I think if you're able to pull that off and you can sell out that same arena twice, hey, you know, more money for you. So yep. you know, I think you can. It Makes sense. With the fan base. Yeah. yeah. the pay-per-views you you try Now I don't know how you do the pay-per-view prices outside of the network. I mean, we know the network costs, but you know, the rumor is that they may not even But that's going away, yeah. Well, yeah, the that WrestleMania next year might not even be on the network. It might only be on pay-per-view. So, yep. and do you like charge-
0: ESPN? I think that's the reason why we we were seeing, you know, the previous WrestleManias on right. like ESPN like for the past, but every it was every Sunday for the past three or four weeks, so at least once a week. Yeah, that they yeah. were doing it. Which in that situation, do you
1: um, have it be full price? You know, each each night, like uh, you know, sixty or sixty plus dollars per night or do you have that as a package like sixty bucks but then man, you know for the whole thing for night one and two. Bro,
0: we might have to go old school like hey man let's find a spot or <laughs> you know, you know, everybody chip in. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean yeah. But then again if if you're saying
1: just for WrestleMania, like let's say every pay per view is on the network except WrestleMania. And WrestleMania is the one that you have to pay, you know, sixty bucks for and mm. let's say it wasn't 60 bucks for night 1 and then 60 bucks for night 2. Let's say yeah. it was just 60 bucks for WrestleMania but then you get it for two nights. I would pay that. I honestly would. You know, like I would I would love it if they kept WrestleMania on the network, but uh-huh. if, if they said just one night, even if if they said two, you know, to say 120, you're paying that for WrestleMania on its own. For uh two nights, yeah. I, I think and, but but with the caveat that it's not every pay-per-view that's like that. If it's
0: just WrestleMania Right, right. It, then I'm willing to take that bullet. If yeah. If it's not, then I'm like,
1: oh Yeah, 120 for Mania? Yeah. yeah. And, and maybe, you know, depending on the card, you know, if the card seems like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, this is, this is, I don't like the, the booking. I don't like some of the matches. Yeah. You may think twice about it.
0: Or the know? card is looking good, but the way they book it is shit. And you right. just paid $120. Now you're pissed. Right, right, right. <laughs> it so can come a, a lot of game. ways. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. That's
1: true. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do, but I, I feel like it's, it's a I think going forward, having it be two nights with the size of the roster and the amount of matches they yes. want to put on, it just makes sense. It makes sense for the It, it does, man. Nights.
2: Let's
0: go, two nights. Yeah, Going man.
1: forward. Yeah. <laughs> So, hey, you ready to start breaking these matches down? Because Let's do it, man. Hey, I, I think we're there. I think we're there. Yeah, so I think we are. Night one. Uh, I'll start with the pre-show. Did you end up seeing the, the kickoff? I did. Okay. I
0: actually did. I watched the pre-show, and I was quite pleasantly surprised by the Show, uh, pre-show quality of the match, of both matches.
1: Yeah. They, they. I mean, I would say night one's pre-show match more so for me than night two's pre-show match. Oh, yeah. We'll get into yeah. that. Um, but night one's pre-show, Cesar versus Drew Gulak. Um, which I don't even know if they advertised it, but I didn't know this was happening until the match, you know, was getting going. And I, I was pleasantly surprised with, with how it, it all went. I mean, it's Cesaro and Gulak. Cesaro especially, I mean, that, that's that's one of my favorite technical wrestlers Dude, right it's now. not like, human. Yeah. Not human. Dude, he's he's awesome. He's awesome. And Drew Gulak, man, like he's really starting to, to elevate, you know, and, and showcase himself as being, you know, a great technical wrestler that's, You know, worthy of being on the same stage as uh, Cesaro or Daniel Bryan. Right, man. Yeah. So, um, great matchup. Um, You know, in the end, Cesaro got the victory. Um, He pulled off one of the most impressive (laughs) airplane spins I've ever seen. And I'm oh, sure this is, uh, you know, in, on the indie scene or somewhere else, like maybe he's done this or, you know, there's other people that have done this, but this is the first time that I had seen what yes. was, I guess, a release airplane spin. He, so he, normal airplane a spin. No hands
0: airplane spin.
1: Exactly. Cause he, jo, Drew Gulak was working over his arms and, you know, weakening him, using submissions, technical wrestling, you know, like focusing on body parts. So Drew, uh, Cesaro, you know, he gets him for the airplane spin. And he's using his arms at first, but you know, then he drops his arms, and he's literally just spinning Drew Gulak on his back with using no hands. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, this dude <laughs> is amazing. Like, this is this is insane. I can't even believe what I'm watching right now.
0: It made sense for him to even use that as a yes, finisher at that did. point, too, because it was it so did. impressive. I'm like, when, when he pinned Drew Gulak, I'm like, why not? Why not? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen you pin somebody just doing it. Uh, threw somebody in the air you did a Europe, European, European uppercut. Yeah. And then he pinned somebody like that. I was like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Do like, it. Hey, and he just Cesaro. finishing with a no hand spin, airplane spin. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: That was, that was great.
0: That was great. I was like, oh, wow. Now you're just showing off Cesaro.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man. So yeah, man, just, just awesome showing for Cesaro, you know, strong showing for Drew Gulak as well. Just a great competitive matchup from those two guys. Um, really enjoyed that. Uh, before we go further, too, just the um, one thing we didn't talk about, and and what this kind of this match gave us was the first look at what the arena looked like with uh, you know the kind of like the WrestleMania design and everything, and the no mm. fans in that. How did you feel about the the look? Because before you know, with it being in Tampa, they were gonna have like the pirate motif uh, motif and stuff, and now it was so stripped down. It was basically just the logo. Um, what did you think of that? Did you, were you okay with it? Did you expect
0: more? Like, what was your, thought? I didn't really expect a lot because they were, you only could do so much at the performance center. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get it that the only thing they had was that, you know, that big ass WrestleMania sign that Kevin Owens jumped off, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, aesthetically I didn't have an issue with it. It's just, it just looked more the same as if it was raw or SmackDown.
1: Yeah, that, that's where I'm going with it, too, is that it's, you know, I personally, I didn't have an issue with it, but I do kind of wish there would have been something more they could have done, you know, just to make it feel a little bit more special than Raw and SmackDown, because we had mm-hmm. been seeing the same look for those those shows. I mean, they had gotten rid of the seats, you know, the last week, so Raw and SmackDown, we were able to see them in this exact same way, um, and even NXT had a very similar look and feel, um, so it would have been... Mm-hmm. I I don't know, like, if there was a way to bring in some props for, you know, to make it feel a little bit more than what we were seeing on Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, But I kind of, I wish they would have been able to figure that out. Now, limited resources and limited, you know, ways to get things, you know, transported from different places. So, I I get it. You know, it's, it's very hard to even put on the show, let alone, you know, transport, say, something from a, you know, a facility that would construct something for them. But, um, you know, I I just there was a part of me that when when I was envisioning what this would look like, you know, even in the performance center, I was like, "Mm, I think they're going to try to do something to still make this feel like bigger than what they've been showing us. And
0: so tell me about this prophecy you was you was. uh, Basically witnessing, like, what what did you expect? No, there there wasn't anything specific. Like,
1: I, I guess what I'm saying is that I just there was a it was a kind of a hope that there would have been something more and i don't even know what that more was some kind of prop ship or something like some a okay. piece of of a ship somewhere i think ah. it would have been cool just something because even with kyrie you know yeah. one thing that a lot of people were talking about was with her being you know a pirate princess pirate. her using the ship in her entrance somehow it would have been cool and they're not going to do all of that just for for kyrie sane but mm-hmm. you know
2: there was there was know.
1: just that thought of maybe some kind of pirate, you know, themed uh, prop that would have been there for them to to you know really sell that and just make it fun. Um, but you know, again, with what we got, I'm not I'm not upset about it. I just was like, oh, it would have been so cool if they would have just you know been able to get something more. They, they definitely out. would have in Tampa,
0: right? Like, oh yeah, this is definitely WrestleMania, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get it, man.
1: But yeah, it's it's just, just a little thing. It's not even a, a nitpick. I, I was just more of like wishful thinking, but it didn't happen. But it was okay. The, what we got, you know, was, it was more about the in ring product and less about the the you know thrills and frills and, and and aesthetics with this one. And I think that it had its benefits to some of the matches. Um, so let's let's uh, continue on with the card. Yeah. Uh, so the let's first break some of fit
0: down some of that in ring. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the first <laughs> official uh matchup that we had it on the on the because the Cesaro Drew Gulak was the kickoff uh, matchup. But when it all went live, when it all uh was, was was getting going down, it was the uh tag team uh women's tag team championship matchup uh between Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus um uh Kyrie Sane and Asuka. And uh yeah, this, this matchup as the first matchup I felt like, you know, it was a it was a good choice. Um, a lot of energy, especially from Oscar, obviously, and Nikki too. Yeah, well, Nikki Cross definitely, definitely. But you know, my, I guess you know, Oscar has been kind of the MVP of the like no fans. Uh, you know, oh yeah, thing that yeah. we've been going through. So yeah, she definitely gets that award, right? <laughs> and and I just I I, I was so like. You know, as soon as she came out, I was like, "Yes!" You know, like we're we're gonna have some fun because Oscar has just been doing such a great job. But to your point, Nikki, you know, props to her as well because she has been trying to do everything she can to just be a, a ball of energy, and she kept that going for sure in this matchup. Yeah. Um, you know, fun it matchup. Felt like she
0: was doing her job, trying to virtually get the crowd going. You know, yeah. stumping her, stumping the stairs, the steel stairs, trying to amp, amp out, amp up the virtual crowd out there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it, well, so there was that. Now, one other part that, that uh, I guess during the entrances that I kind of noticed, it felt like from Kyrie Sane's expression, I almost felt like this might be her last match in the WWE, to be honest with you, because she didn't come out all that animated as she typically does. And I was kind of like, oh, this is this is not a good look. Because I, I picked you was um, lost face right there. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I, I picked Oscar and Kyrie saying to win this matchup, mostly because of just how how hot Oscar had been. And, you know, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, it made sense from a story standpoint that, you know, they've been building them up for a while now. So for them to win, which you picked them to win, um, you know, it, it did make That's sense. Um, and as soon as Kyrie Sane came out, I was like, oh, boy, yeah, this doesn't. Doesn't feel like a person who's like excited to to wow. to do this. Like something's going going on, and, they're, they're and there there was
0: rumors too that she was trying to get back to Japan because she just recently got married.
1: Well, see, okay, so the way you just said that, it sounds like she's trying to get to Japan. Now, what I've been hearing is that there's a there's a um, wrestling promotion in Japan that wants her back, and her contract is almost up with WWE. I, I hadn't heard, heard same anything. Same rumors about her. that too, right? Yeah. So, in terms of her thoughts. I'm not sure. I haven't heard anything specifically about where she's coming from on this, but it definitely does seem like there are things in play where she could be headed back to Japan, given her contract is up, and given that you know this 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 uh, the company wants her to be back with them. Because um, yeah, I think
0: her husband works for that yeah. uh, promotion, the wrestling promotion in Japan.
1: That. I mean, that would only add to that speculation that, that potentially she's going. And with her reaction to a WrestleMania, it kind of all adds up to potentially this might have been the last time we see Kyrie yeah. WrestleMania. I would
0: have, you know, suck. Yeah. Not going to like that at all. I love that insane elbow she has, bro. Yeah. You know, and I like the chemistry she has with Oscar man, with that crazy laugh. It was like a, it's like an evil laugh, but not, it's like, ha, 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 ha. Like a cocky laugh, but it's hard to explain. Yeah,
1: it, it's it's. I guess for me, I feel like Kyrie Sane has just not been as well utilized as I would have hoped. And you know, we we talk about this all the time. People coming up from NXT, you know, or not. I shouldn't say coming up. It's it's, and that's that's something I want to stop too because NXT is is a main roster show. Um, yeah. So people just making that move from NXT to Raw or SmackDown. Um, it, it's it, it's not been a great track record for for superstars doing that, and Kyrie Sane just kind of if this is truly the end, she falls into that bucket of people who just kind of flopped. Honestly, in terms of how I saw her in NXT and what she ended up being on on uh, on those shows. Now, so you're like...
0: confirming her like WWE career up to the main quote unquote roster flop. I would say
1: so. I would say so, yeah. I don't I don't think that she was anywhere near what she could have been. I
0: mean, oh, well, like, no, but she at least tag team champion, man.
1: Yeah, but the tag team division is
0: kind of a joke right now, still, still with working the women. That out. Still working out the Kinks. Yeah. You know? But they could have threw it on anybody else, up. but they at least gave that chance to Oscar and Kyrie Sang. Kyrie Sang on NXT,
1: you know, being NXT women's champion and having fused with Shayna Baszler, like those were awesome and she had I know. classic matches and I know. like it, it was just so <laughs> such a high, man. Like she could have been like this. This WrestleMania, it would have been amazing if they would have built Kyrie right, and she was fighting for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Let's say like that would have been like, wow, okay, you really believe in Kyrie? Sane. putting her in a tag team with Oscar kind of felt like it felt lazy. Like okay, we're we're gonna cut. Asuka's, you know, momentum. Because yeah. we point, didn't yeah. like
0: it at first when they did that. Exactly. I remember, you, yeah.
1: You know, so so for me with Kyrie, it just feels like she, it, it would suck really from that perspective Perspective that she just had so much potential, you know, coming off of NXT and then to basically just be, you know, in this tag team that, granted, they, they did the best with what it was, like it was entertaining, but we didn't really see Kyrie Sane you know as as the best version of herself if anything she kind of got diminished somewhat from what she was before you know some of her, the matches like she just didn't come off as 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 strong really as she had been before you know when she first got teamed up and Paige was with them like there yeah. was a thought like oh these two should definitely be be champions like they they should beat everybody but then it even took a while to get to that
0: you know, to and then that horrible name that we yeah. r- refuse to say it on this podcast.
1: Right. You know, they say it, you know, so I guess it's, it's what it is. I mean, it shouldn't be too hard on it necessarily, <laughs> but it just still feels weird to say. So I'm just, you know, I still say Oscar and Kairi Sane, um, you know, I just feel like she could have been more, she could have been more, but you know, we'll see hopefully, um, you know, selfishly on my side, I mean, I know, like you said, if, if, her husband is a part of that promotion, and they want her back. Then you know it, it's only a matter of time before that happens. Yeah. But you know, selfishly, I would love to see Kyrie Sane stay in 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 WWE. Uh, but this WWE. frees up
0: Oscar now, though. What's that? This frees up Asuka now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oscar being back in the singles potentially—that w- that would be great for Asuka. You know, again, she's got a lot of momentum, even coming off the loss. I feel like you oh, know yeah. her star is 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 hot, really high right now, man. I'm I'm excited for her. So yeah, Asuka... She's in a great spot with Kyrie. Sane, "We'll we'll see. We we'll just have to wait and see what happens with her contract." Um, yeah, and then I guess Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Like, what do you see for them? Like, how how do you feeling about them winning in
0: in their future now? Uh, it's a good look because they have great. Well, not they didn't start off having great chemistry. after you know they worked that, but now they have great chemistry that I see it. You know, it resonates through the TV screen. And I think it's a good look and it opens up a lot of possibilities. I just hope they kind of use this to strengthen the women's tag teams division and build up and have some type of feud. I don't want to see any type of random feud. Just, I want a legitimate feud. Maybe okay, they had a disagreement on the back to stay segment or something or her moment of bliss show. Use something like that but not, you know, we're going to have a uh, number one contendership for the women's tag team, just something random like that, or fatal four way or six way, whatever. I just want something more with more substance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they need to do something because yeah. this, I think
0: that's how it works. If you're going to yeah. strengthen that tag team, you need to give them a story.
1: This, this will be all for, for nothing. If, if you lose the team of Oscar and Kyrie Sane, then that's one less team, that goes against Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, and then the tag team division. Like if you if you don't immediately put them in a the storyline, you know, with somebody, then they just kind of fade. It's just like, yeah, sure, they're champions, but they're not really facing anybody. It, that would that would not yep. be good. That would not be good. Um, I think the fact that Alexa Bliss is a part of this team, and you know, WWE seems to love her. I think they will get stories because of that. I think love uh,
0: the hell out of her, man. Yeah. I hope, hopefully, we get like a long term story that yeah. it, we'll get a feud between Nikki and uh, Alexa Bliss, and Alexa will stay face, but Nikki we go heel. It could, it could yeah. happen. I mean, we could talk- just say like, "I told you, I wanted to play uh, Lexi." Yeah, we we've been talking about that for <laughs> for a minute.
1: You know, like them potentially splitting gonna up. And I, with that. Kudos to them for not splitting them up and making them a true tag team now for yeah. a while. Like this has gone on a lot longer than we all thought. They
0: got so, some matching yeah. merch now, so it's yeah. it's official. They're they're a legit tag team.
1: Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. I dig them as a as a tag team now. I just think that obviously they need other tag teams in that division to make it more make it even more legitimate. So, you know, like you said, they gotta develop some more tag teams, create some stories and that that's once they do that then they can take that next step and, and make that division um, something really cool. So yeah, man. Um, Yeah, I think that's it for for that uh, matchup. Unless you had anything else to add, we can move on to maybe the best matchup ever that WrestleMania has ever provided.
0: Your boy, King Corbin.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. My boy. Wow. <laughs> um, the the greatest heel ever, I think, is what you were saying in the last show. I don't know. Whoa, 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 Something, whoa, something whoa, along those whoa, lines whoa. of <laughs> no. built him so strong. No near great. remotely close, I okay. said that. <laughs> okay. Just, just checking. Just making sure. Because you were talking about King of the Ring. And,
0: yeah, you know, yeah. he one King in the Ring. He's legit. And, you know, he's legit. Look at all the people King he beat. And, yeah, yeah, I did.
1: Okay, well, so that's your boy king Corbin apparently i didn't
0: I didn't say that I was just stating his accolades. I hey. was just stating facts you, you don't right? have to that's say all it. I said. I was you, running down the list of facts you you okay you you were putting him I mean
1: it's you know I know how much you love Adam Cole, but I really couldn't tell the difference between no, it, it, the way you were just, describing Corbin it almost sounded like you were talking about Adam Cole I'm like oh it, hell no, Don't you go right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was trying to. I was like, I could not how, differentiate. First of all, how dare you mention King Corbin in the same sentence as Adam Cole? Hey man, right there, it's hell no, man. All right, I'm just going to move move right along with that. Like that just never the, happened.
1: The, the accolades, man. Like just you, you had some, some passion in your voice when you're talking about King Corbin. Because I
0: didn't get it. Why? Like, why would you pick Elias? They've been booking him so weak, and he's been a, a weak face man. to go against Corbin. King Corbin.
1: Look. This, you know, they wanted to make this this too big for just one night. So they needed to add more matches, and they just chose Corbin and Elias because, hell, they're not doing anything. Let's just put them against each
0: other. Why no, not? No, they wanted to use Corbin now, I bet. Come on, he, he retired Kurt Angle last year. Yeah, but he hadn't. Clean. I mean,
1: his look, Corbin, <laughs> really. His whole thing was was Roman Reigns. Like this, this last half of the year, you know, it's basically yeah. been him and Roman. Um, and I just, you know, it wasn't a great storyline. It just wasn't. Nah. So, you know, I don't, I don't really think the the he did not have to be at WrestleMania. I didn't think he warranted being at WrestleMania, especially not against Elias. And Elias, you know, his face run has been lame. You know, his yeah. his promos have been lame. You know, trying to yes. pander to the fans. The songs haven't it's been a good. Sad sight. I it's can't, just I, I can't look at that Elias man. Yeah, it's just been it's just been terrible. Um, heel Elias, yeah, I could I could buy into that. I can I, I he entertains me for sure. Um, face Elias, no, nah, this is just not working. Um, <laughs> But, you know, we, we talked about this. Uh, we made the predictions. You know, you had predicted yeah. King Corbin because of the did. way they were booking them, And I, I picked Elias because basically flip of the coin and, and also right.
0: too. <laughs> Wasn't a true pick for you.
1: Yeah, I guess for me, the pick also was more of this just felt like a generic match. It felt like, you know, he, the heel, you know, is, is being, you know, extra obnoxious and the face is the underdog. And, you know, Elias is going to find a way to win because he's the good guy. And that's it. It's just a very I enjoyed generic. the match, though. I didn't. I did not. I, really? I, I checked I, out I liked
0: the banter, man. Him and uh, the, the ref was going at it a little bit. Yeah. She put a little bass in her voice. So that, like that was a two count. <laughs> mm. Yeah, no. I, I don't no? tell you, it, I could have
1: cared less. I really. Oh, wow. if, if this weren't something I was watching live, I would have skipped. I so skipped you just this treated match. this like as white noise, basically. I, I told you beforehand. <laughs> I I could care less about this matchup, and when it happened, they didn't change my mind.
2: They were wow, trying to make it seem man, like okay.
1: Elias wasn't going to show up, and we all knew he was going to be there. And you know, then he used the guitar, you know, like straight off yeah. the, the bat, and just like I just. Just didn't, I didn't feel this. And again, Elias, I'm not invested in Elias' character. His, him and his face has just been awful. Corbin, I've said it, it's just his heel run has just been not great, you know? So these two together at WrestleMania, it just did not feel like WrestleMania. This could have been on SmackDown and just call it a day. Just be like, all right, cool.
2: So, it could have.
0: Maybe, you know, main event, if they want to do that, since sometimes SmackDown's just booked so weak, so it could have been a main event show to close it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could have.
1: They could have, you know. Yeah. So I just, you know, this one I, I really didn't care too much for, and I, I don't really even have much of a breakdown. It's just that, that, you know, this this really didn't need to be on on WrestleMania. It was kind of one of those, like, bathroom break type of matches, just like, okay. It went on in the background. I was I was anticipating the next match the whole time. <laughs> like just get this open. You. I'm, I'm just,
0: <laughs> just did awesome. you watch this live or did you I watched it live. Okay. Oh, okay. So if you wasn't to watch it live, would you probably fast forward? I, you know what? Because we're
1: doing this podcast, I would have watched it just because I feel like, you know, I wanna be able to to give it a fair chance and see like, okay, is this gonna be something worth, you know, it seemed like giving you really even give for. it
0: a fair chance. You just try to like noise.
1: I watched it. I did watch it, but what I'm telling you is that it just if this were something that You know, I could have skipped through. I totally would have. I wouldn't have watched it, but I saw it. (laughs) You know, I saw King Corbin talking to to the commentary guys and saying, you know, you better be saying good things about me. You better be telling them how great I am, you know, and like just like the banter you're talking about. And, you know, Elias and Corbin were hitting each other like with stiff shots, you know, and they were trying to, you know, give us the sound effects. There's no crowd. And so you got, you know, that really like, you know, uh, violent feel to the, the, the attacks and strikes. I get that. I just the characters, the story. There was nothing there. It was just took dead, you out, huh? Yeah, it was just dead. Like that. It's just like it really should not have been at WrestleMania. It should not have been there. The way they built it. If you would have built it in a better way, yeah, okay. But I just, I just don't care about either one of these characters right now. That's just the, that's just the
2: truth.
0: Well, I don't care about the characters, but I did enjoy the match. I thought it was entertaining to me. Like you know, like I said before earlier, I enjoyed the banter, the back and forth, him and. I think the, the ref name is called Jessica, if if I was trying because I was trying to get some research on it. I think her name is Jessica mm-hmm. uh, by the way. But yeah man, you know, like even with the commentators yeah, I, I enjoy that too and uh, once again, he gets that quick roll up on, on Queen Corbin <laughs> that dude gotta work out his core game man this shit sucks <laughs> how many how many quick roll-ups he's gonna get bro man. that's like that's like that man kryptonite right there i'm like as soon as i saw elias had like uh a, a, like leverage on the roll-up oh he's like oh he's gonna lose yeah it's all right there in three count i'm like yep typical king corbin style yeah quick roll-up yeah yeah, man, I, I have nothing
1: else to add. I want to get to the next matchup. <laughs> so, let's do it. All right, cool. <laughs> it's just, just what it is, man. Raw Women's Championship matchup, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Uh,
0: give us your thoughts, man. What do you think of this match? Huh, so I enjoyed the, the violence of it. I enjoyed the physical dominance from Shayna Baszler of it. I thought this is the total wrong story to tell if, if uh, Becky Lynch is going to win. Like I get the reasons why Becky should win, but if she's gonna win, she gotta look stronger than that. Because I, I felt like you know at times that yeah Becky was showing that she was tough, but I, I felt man, Shayna Baszler was coming out looking like a beast, throwing her around, picking her up, kind of in that suplex style, or holding her upside down, swinging her against the the commentator table again. Like I'm like man, she's like really. Throwing her head in, in the ringer, man. So I felt that the, the the story was should have been told a different way. If you if he was gonna t- if he was gonna go with Becky Lynch winning.
1: So I'm gonna throw out a a little bit of a stat here. So that Elias King Corbin matchup went nine minutes. Guess how long the Becky Lynch Shayna Baszler match went?
0: I'm gonna say twelve minutes.
1: Nope. It went 8 minutes and 30 seconds. What? This it seemed longer than that. It went 30 seconds shorter than the Elias and King Corbin matchup. Stop playing. 30 seconds shorter than that matchup. Yep. Yep. This this was just a, a perplexing match for me to watch. It started out good with Shayna just going out there and, like you said, just being the aggressor and, and pretty much just looking really dominant and strong. Yes. And then it just felt like all of a sudden it was over. Like, Becky had done, she, she, you know, she was in the, the, the submission. Shayna's getting ready to finish her off. And then, you know, Becky does the same thing that Kyrie Sane did to Shayna Baszler, basically yep. rolling her up, you know, out of that submission and pinning her. And I'm just like, I, I did not expect the three count to happen there. I thought there was going to be a kick out. I thought. I think she's going to
0: let her go, let go of the submission. Yeah.
1: It would just, it, the match would continue one way or another. I thought this was, we're just getting started. And it was done. And I'm just like, what just happened? Why? You know, and then a part of me, too, was thinking, you know, when, when Shayna was going, you know, she was, like, struggling. She 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 seemed really, you know, messed up by the loss. Yeah, you know, I feel like somewhere in that head she was thinking, man, I bit this girl in the back of the neck for nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did this for, like, just right. everything that had happened, you know, to build her up, you know, just. Dominating an
0: like elimination wasted. chamber. Yeah, wasted. What was that all that for then?
1: Just. Just for this? For it to end on a roll-up? Wow. Like Vince must really not think too much of Shayna Baszler to have it go that short and to have that kind of finish for the Raw Women's Championship. This would not have happened if it was Ronda Rousey, period.
0: That's what I was afraid of about this match. If if Shayna Baszler was going to lose, I thought... If she was gonna lose, it was gonna lose. Like, all right, she's gonna look dominated, but it's gonna be some type of, I don't know, slipping a banana peel away, yeah. and that's what it was.
1: Yeah, yeah, man, it, it was, it was, it was shocking. You know, like it, I think this match more than any other match, you know, disappointed me and upset me. You know, at the same time, more so than than the rest of the matches on, on the entire uh, two night event for WrestleMania. Yeah. I, I really thought Shane. and here's the thing, because, you know, I, I've been talking to people and some people are saying, like, you know, Becky Lynch, you know, she's winning too much. You know, she's starting to get stale. You know, why did she win? I, I feel like, bro, that's issue, what I
0: notated, too. I notated this is going to turn the fans are going to turn on Becky because of this.
1: Well, here's my thing. and I feel like it's it's kind of unfair for it to. Be the narrative that, you know, it's about Becky winning and why is she winning? I don't really think that that Becky shouldn't be winning a match like this. I feel like Mm -hmm. where I'm more upset is why did Shayna lose? You know, I'm more upset about the fact that Shayna is the, is the person that lost to Becky in this way, not necessarily Becky winning this matchup at WrestleMania. That, that's more my my thing. It, it, and I feel like the two are exclusive to each other, even though they're in the same matchup. Becky, I think, she's, you know, she's the man. She's been, yeah. you know, the face of the company. You know, she's essentially their Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like, her winning WrestleMania matches to build up... Her star even higher and higher to continue to to make her as as popular as possible. I get it; it makes sense. And but she's Dana, bigger than
0: the and she's bigger than the belt now.
1: She true, you know. So, but I, I I do think though that there is something about okay, this was gonna make it a year that she had carried the belt, which is something special for any wrestler to do. So for for Becky to have that. Uh, on her resume to say she held the Raw Women's Championship for a year like a full year. It she deserves that. So I don't think Becky winning is the problem. I think it's more of how Shayna had been built in and NXT and how she lost. Yeah. Like Shayna was so dominant in NXT longest Combined days as NXT Women's Champion, you know, she's the closest thing to Ronda Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey's not there, you know, and then, you know, here comes Shayna Baszler, this beast. You know, a woman at, at Survivor Series. You know, her Bailey and Becky, and she wins that matchup. And you know, Becky just kind of looks like she's she's you know not taking that loss well. And she takes a cheap shot on Shayna Baszler, and it's like, okay, we're all anticipating this matchup's going to happen. And it feels mm-hmm. like if Becky's ever going to lose this belt, it would be Shayna Baszler to be the one to beat beats yeah. her. And the, even the the Elimination Chamber matchup felt dumb because we all knew the match was going to happen. It went, felt right. unnecessary. Exactly. It's going to be Shayna. So just yep. put her in the match. You, you had the balls to have Roman Reigns just all had of a, a sudden be. I no think Roman we had a tender. stronger
0: storytelling with that instead of yes. just have her going through this roundabout way of getting to Becky Lynch.
1: Yes, Exactly. You know, and, and, and the process too, kind of making the, the women's division, you know, look weak by having Shayna destroy them the way she did, yes. you know, but then it's, you can make the, the case that, well, they're building up Shayna. You know, they're, they're making Shayna look big, you know, look powerful, look strong so that when she goes against Becky and when she beats Becky, it makes sense because, damn, look at what Shayna was able to do. So with that story that you're telling, and then yeah, she takes a bite out of Becky. It's too much. They were doing too much with that, but you're trying to really sell how how you know she, uh, that uh, Becky, how scared Becky should be of Shayna, and then you get to WrestleMania, and then she loses on a roll up in a match that's that doesn't that goes thirty seconds shorter than Elias and Corbin. Yeah. This could have been the main event of 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 WrestleMania. A lot of people thought it was going to be the main event yeah. of Saturday. We like, thought, a lot of people, we thought, yeah. Just, <laughs> just to to go from that to Shayna just loses like like that. Like, come on, you, you Becky didn't really. Okay, again, Becky deserves to have that on her resume that she's been champion for a year. Yeah. It, it does help to you know add that kind of accolade to your resume. Well, I get it
0: why they kept but, the belt. I just, I just said they told the wrong story of her keeping it. They just they, you know, it should have been more definitive, like you you pinned her, one, two, three. Like this was yeah. a fault match, a tough, long battle back and forth, but you came on up top. Yeah. But you know, we didn't get that. It was just, you know, you you escaped. And it just sucks
1: because you you are right in the sense that, you know, this could turn people against Becky, but I think it's not because of bad booking. Not not right. because of Becky. Let, let me exactly. clarify that.
0: Because of bad book, Booking, yes,
1: yeah, it's, it's just it's not fair to Becky because Becky, I don't think deserves that. No, nah, she doesn't. Yeah, she
0: don't. She don't. She's doing what this. She, doesn't she turn can. me off from Becky. I'm like, but I these fans, man, they you know Daniel Bryan was right, man. They're fickle. Yeah, like <laughs>
1: Seth <laughs> like, Rollins is right. I mean, Seth was going through that too. Yeah, you know, like both of those guys. But it's just, I put a
0: tweet out. I I even put a tweet out there because I thought this WrestleMania right here. Uh, because it was different, I saw a lot of complaints people shitting on it i 'm like if you 're gonna shit why are why are you watching it then if you're gonna shit on it and mm-hmm. i and I felt like th- this you know through a a wedge or through a line in the sand basically separating fans who love wrestling mm-hmm. and fans who are fickle mm-hmm. and you got your your fickle fans you know who 's just going with that wrestler who 's hot right now and as soon as they get boring they're they're dropping off of the dime of the hat like no nah, man. Yeah. Finding anything and reason to complain about it.
1: Yeah, if you're just complaining, just to complain, just to rant, just so that you can, you know, say you did this rant. Like that's that's just. I'm not with that. You know, if if you have actual constructive criticism on what's going on, based off of like we're seeing here, we're watching the build, we're watching the story, and then it just doesn't make sense. Let's have a conversation about it like that. That makes sense. But to just, you know, basically dump and, and shit on it just because, you know, it's like, OK, that's the cool thing to do. Like, I'm not I'm not with that. I mean, I talked about that a little bit, you know, last week with Vince McMahon. Like, I I, <laughs> I feel did. like, you know, and I, just to reiterate real quick, I don't want to go too in depth with that. But I just feel like sometimes because of a lot of the decisions that he makes you know, we don't agree with, I think it becomes a thing where people just overgeneralize that Vince McMahon hates the WWE and this man is sabotaging the WWE, you know, like he doesn't love the WWE. Of course he loves the WWE. I mean, we can, we can say that he's making dumb decisions, yeah. you know, and at the same time, he can also love WWE and have actually made great decisions. So we got to be yeah. fair on both sides. It's and where, I actually thank
0: Vince on Twitter too, man. Cause I, it was, I enjoyed WrestleMania 36. It was entertaining.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Same here. So, you know, and it's not without its flaws. And this, this to me is one of them. This is one of, this was the, for me, the biggest one was the fact that Shayna lost. And I don't agree with Vince that, you know, because Vince does, like, like I said, I don't think Vince likes or believes in Shayna Baszler at this moment in time. And I think this was proof of it. And I, I disagree. I feel like he's missing the boat on Shayna Baszler and what she could be for them. I mean, Becky needs someone like Shayna to be that that rival that foil and yes. you miss that opportunity by having becky just beat her now sure this probably continues on you know right they probably have another matchup based off of what i saw uh in terms That's of post-match like. interviews yeah yeah they they both kind of you know insinuated this was going to happen becky lynch said hey if, if Shayna has a problem with the finish she can come come see me you know, and and Shayna was saying, um, you know, the agony, the thrill of victory, agony, defeat. You know, the the her thrill is gonna like her agony is gonna like Becky's gonna feel that she's gonna feel the agony of her defeat. Um, so you know, Shayna's not done with Becky, and Becky's welcoming the challenge of Shayna, and that's that's cool. Um, but this was a moment, you know, like strike while the iron's hot. Had you a don't, chance. Yeah, and this is what had they
0: a do. Chance.
1: Yeah, they, they wait and they don't strike while the
0: iron is hot,
1: and then it'll take like time will pass, people won't be as into it, and then they'll try to double back and say, okay. Oh, they they seldomly really do that
0: too, man. Yeah,
1: exactly. She, exactly. We there's no guarantee that they will. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So yeah, it was it was a in my opinion it was a misstep here. Shannon should have won, and Becky she she wouldn't have you know, lost anything in the, in the loss necessarily If anything. She could have gained a better story out of a loss than out of the win. That's, that's just how I see it.
0: Yeah, man. Same, same here. Like sometimes it's just, it's better to lose than win. Yeah. Uh, but like I said before, if if she's going to win, man, you know, make it that it, it was like a tough, you know, fight. Not like it's, you know, she barely escaped.
1: Yeah. 8 minutes and 30
0: seconds for
1: the Raw Women's Championship matchup. Becky was the main event in WrestleMania wow. last year. And now wow. this one, 8 minutes and 30 seconds. Again, I didn't even know it was that
0: long, man. You just blew Dude. my mind with that.
1: Dude, 30 seconds less than Elias versus King Corbin. And actually... I should have knew
0: a- where you was going, man. I should have knew what, what that, where you was alluding to when you was asking about the times of yep. this match.
1: Yep. It just it blows my mind. I mean, the next matchup we're going to talk about as well, let's see, in this order, I just want to make sure, yeah, it's a Sami Zayn matchup. Um That one went 9 minutes and 20 seconds. So, that one was almost a minute longer than the Becky-Shayna match. Wow. like That's just, that's crazy to me.
0: Yeah.
1: Just, uh, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it, so, you know, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully, they, because because I guess the other thing, too, is I don't want to say that it's you know, this is you can't recover from this because you know we've seen examples of where one match can can make the difference in somebody's career, and it just That's takes right. that one well orchestrated moment to to make it. So you know, Shayna can be a big star, or Becky can be redeemed. You know, for all of this, so um, we've seen it now. Yeah, we've seen it. We've seen it. We saw <laughs> it at this WrestleMania. You know, yes. So it's oh, it's, it's definitely possible. So it we'll is. see. We'll it hold out hope for that. um Moving on to the next one. So, again, I alluded to it. It was the Intercontinental Championship matchup uh, where we had Sami Zayn defending his title against Daniel Bryan. Um, why don't you break
0: this one down, man? What you think of this? I thought it was a, uh <laughs> a entertaining match from Sami Zayn, bro. He's doing good work as a heel. I think what was the first, what, five, maybe, I may be stretching with five minutes because now you said the match was only, what, <laughs> nine minutes? felt like five minutes. It felt like five that, yeah. minutes, man. <laughs> that, I don't think maybe it was three minutes that he was just really running around. He didn't want to have anything to do with Daniel Bryan. He kept on escaping and then Cesaro getting away. And then, uh, he'll try to escape again. Then, uh, then, uh, Nakamura getting away. So then he will finally, uh, try to, then he, uh, Daniel Bryan got his hands on him. Then he finally got the business. Uh, it ended up being an entertaining match. Daniel Bryan, breaking it down trying to pull all these crazy submissions. And I think it was one move. He grabbed him by the nose, almost in a somewhat of a Boston and craps uh, submission maybe. Or a pretzel. I don't know, man. But it, it looked crazy the way he was just pulling on his nose. But uh, I enjoyed it, man.
1: What? Did, so the 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 outcome, I mean, Sammy Zane retaining, what did you think of that? Like we both. Picked, I was shocked by that, actually. I was, say, I was shocked Daniel by that. Yes, yeah,
0: I picked Daniel Bryan. But when he came out with the win, I was like, oh, wow. And I was like, okay. And I'm actually cool with that, too. Because I'm thinking about it like, wow, Daniel Bryan actually put Sami Zayn over when you mm-hmm. think about it. And I'm okay. like, that's a great move. I can't get mad at that. He's done a lot of that. Yeah, yeah he's done a lot of that with Gulak, you know, and
1: now yep. with Sami Zayn. You know, that's just it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I was shocked. I was shocked with, with Sammy retaining, (laughs) um, yeah, I kind of wanted that moment for Daniel Bryan, but I guess he didn't need it. He didn't necessarily need to have this moment, you know, and Sammy Zayn getting the moment and getting a
0: WrestleMania victory to retain the championship. That's, that's, that's that's something, man. I didn't think it was going to happen. We had that promo, uh, right before the match, he said he was going to, you know, do something that people rarely do is uh walk in as champion walk out as champion and man he he, he backed that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he did. He did.
1: Um post match, you know, Sammy Zayn was was kind of uh you know reveling in the fact that he he did what he said he was gonna do and no one thought that he would he would be able to to do this and to retain his, his title but he did. Um Cesaro was very, you know, like you know, you know, Sammy, congratulations Sammy uh Shinsuke was kind of interesting in his somewhat silence Um, he didn't I mean he didn't say anything but he kind of wasn't as exuberant as Cesaro about Sami Zayn you know retaining at least in what I saw in the post uh, interview that they showed on the WWE Network Um, so I'm curious and maybe this is just wishful thinking because I'm a big big Shinsuke fan so I'm hoping that you know this turns into something for Shinsuke but uh, maybe there's a little bit of dissension with the fact that you know Sami took this moment and Shinsuke was Intercontinental Champion and now he's Sami Zayn's lackey for, you know, <laughs> lack of better terms, right?
0: Yeah, man. He's a henchman. That's, he that's is. just, let's just call a spade a spade, man. He is a henchman, man. Yeah. It is, it is decided. <laughs> it's just crazy. You know,
1: a guy like Shinsuke Nakamura being relegated to being a henchman for Sami Zayn just seems, you know, weird. And, you know, Sami Zayn started this whole thing out by saying, you know, he was gonna, you know, be, be a liberator, you know, yeah. and help, you know, he started people. as his manager. Yeah, <laughs> and now he's got his belt. Like, how did right. that happen? Like, right, just
0: man. Semis just... call calling shots now, bro.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, he's <laughs> trying to be the boss, you know, trying to like, yeah. get his henchmen to do his bidding. So uh, we'll we'll see how that develops. But, you know, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura would be really cool to to see. I, I'll keep saying it. Him to, you know, break out and, and have that one really good run you know, as a face again, you know, in WWE, I think it'd be really cool, and to go against Sami Zayn for that too, I think would be fitting. It'd be it'd be awesome to see.
0: Same here, man. One can hope for, it, man. If <laughs>
1: yeah. if that happens, yeah. So, all right, moving on to the next matchup here, we had a uh, change in one of the the matches, kind of yeah. last minute. Um, so, SmackDown Tag Team Championship matchup, ladder match, triple threat. Um, it was gonna be. Uh, obviously the team of Miz and Morrison, mm-hmm. uh, the new day and mm-hmm. the Usos, but, uh, Miz got sick. And so they had to pull yeah. the Miz, um, and instead of canceling the matchup, what they decided to do is just or have even adding
0: a, just a random wrestler.
1: Well, or, or Yeah. Or adding somebody random, which they have been doing with the yep. whole Andrade situation. know, they keep changing, uh, you know, adding new people to Zelina Vega's roster because he just keeps not being able to show up for (laughs) different reasons. So, you know, so yeah, they didn't add somebody to this matchup. They just said, hey, let's just take one representative from each team and have them compete in the ladder match, which, you know, I was like, I was thankful for because I really wanted to see this matchup. I thought it could be match of the whole, you know, show basically, you know, steal the show. Um, and it came pretty damn close for me. I'd say this is one of my favorite matchups. Uh, at the end of it, when I when I when it's all said and done, but it uh, ended up being John Morrison, obviously, because Miz wasn't was sick, and then Kofi Kingston uh, ended up representing the New Day, and Jimmy Uso uh, representing the Usos. Yeah, man. So in a triple threat match. Um, and, you know, I picked the Usos to win, and immediately I was like, oh, damn. Like, this is really going to hurt my pick now because I feel like the Usos <laughs> as a team, I can I can see it. Now, you right. just you take one of them out. I don't care if it's Jimmy or Jay. You know, it's just like, it's not the same. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when Kofi at, really.
0: They're fighting at half capacity, half power. Exactly. <laughs> like,
1: those two together, man, to me, best tag team in the world. That's, they're, they're my favorites. Um, but you split them up, and it just becomes like they're just—it's just one guy, man. It's just like he's—he's oh. he's still, you know, Jimmy Uso is still entertaining as hell and still talented, but oh, oh, you yeah. know, against he Kofi, some trash talking
0: in this too, man.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was—it was a lot. Kofi Kingston, especially, man. Like yeah. he was, you know, telling Jimmy Uso, man, like no, not today. You know, not you're today. Not going you to-
0: got heart. I give you <laughs> <me> that. <laughs> yeah, no.
1: Yeah, man. So it was fun. It was yeah. fun. But um, yeah, John Morrison, you know, this was I think Bro. somewhat a blessing in disguise for John yes. Morrison a little bit. Yeah, because it was. he got to finally since his return, this is the first time that he really got to stand out on his own and showcase what he's able to do, you know, with the parkour style and just, you know, remind everybody of how great he he was and how great he still can be. Um so I, I loved it from his standpoint to just see him, you know, in this ladder match. He really got to showcase his skills, man. It was it was a lot of fun. Uh Kofi it was a little bit of a you know, like again, we just had Kofi Mania last year. Yep. So for him to be in this matchup it was kind of cool, like, you know, and I thought there was a chance maybe Kofi ends up, you know, winning <laughs> this matchup now. Having because- another
0: Back to back WrestleMania moment Yeah Yeah, yeah. It
1: kind of It, it, it kind of felt like that At certain points In this matchup yeah. um, And the, the finish man I thought was just Kind of a, a stroke of a genius by somebody it was. I don't so, know. Oh
0: my god I don't know whose right. idea
1: This was But it was great So mm-hmm. um, You have Morrison And Kofi And Jimmy All up at the At the belt They're all like They're holding the, the Bar that holds the belt yep. um, You have Jimmy And Kofi on Like side by side And you have Morrison on the other side of the ladder, and of course, you know the 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 Usos in the New Day. There's a bond there, so for a minute they kind of work together and they both punch Morrison, knock him off the ladder, and they're both <laughs> left holding that bar. They take they have taken it down, but the belts aren't there. And Morrison is on the ground, and he has the belts in his hand. At least one of them <laughs> had his hand. And the ref calls, and I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me, man. Like, it was just such a well-choreographed uh, spot yes, to see was. Morrison it come was. down with those belts. I'm like, what a, what a fun way to end that matchup, man. And it was, was, it was great awesome.
0: storytelling, too. And Miz was like, he set that up. He was like, you guys are going to get in each other's way trying to get this tag team championship. And that's yeah. exactly what happened yeah
1: it was it was it was brilliant man it yes. was brilliant and and also too for a split second i had this thought and i think i heard someone on another podcast say this too that when when uh they both teamed up to hit morrison for a second i thought how funny would it be if it ended up being kofi and jimmy holding the belts and then they said well i guess you two are the tag team champions now <laughs> So now it's Jimmy and oh, Kofi. Oh
0: man, I, dude, I, there was that sp- dude, that would have been the same,
1: dude. That would have been hilarious. Just to yes. be like, "Well, I guess right. we're Jimmy. crazy
0: storytelling." You know, Jimmy yeah. looking at his brother Jay, like, "What am I supposed <laughs> to do, man? I I got to defend." <laughs> I gotta do this, man. Like, what? what do you want me to do? Like, it just you know, that that
1: that just it was a hilarious thought, you know, in my yeah. head when I saw it, and it just. It, it, but it didn't happen, and I, I like what they ended up doing better because it was, it was just funny. It was funny to see that, man. Morrison fall with those belts, and it just made sense. And just, yeah, just shout out to them for that, man. Hell yeah, yeah. What were some of your thoughts it, on some of that? Oh, of bro, moments?
0: this was like an adrenaline rush of a match. I thought if the crowd was there, uh, it it would have been hell yeah matching the night, bro. Because yeah. to me, they was doing crazy, crazy amount of athletic you know, moves they was doing, man, that. John Morrison, stunt man of the of the freaking WWE industry, right here, man. This did this dude did a starship pain on uh, on Jimmy when he was on on the ladder in the corner. He, he was like standing on one foot, and then as he was getting ready to fall over, he went ahead and just did his starship pain. I was like, oh my god, man, that was crazy, man. And then another one, like a few minutes right after that, he did a tightrope Spanish fly on a Kofi Kingston. I, that that was just he was just doing insane moves, man.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, man. It was it was crazy. I mean, there was a, a spot that just went across my screen too with Kofi like jumping on the Morrison when Morrison was on the ladder and he did a hurt yeah. piranha. Ah, oh, um, yeah. It's just like yeah, Morrison walking the the ropes. You know, like that yeah. was crazy. Just yeah, it, it was it was what you would expect from a ladder match with these three guys. You know, they they all just. Just had, you know, they they have the talent to just do these cool high fly moves off of ladders, man. They're great picks. I mean, even being rough,
0: because it was one move that it was Jimmy, like, tight him in the barricade. Mm. And Kofi just hurled the hell out of that ladder at Jimmy, man. Damn near killed him. Yeah. Dude, there was a lot. There was one spot, I was going to
1: say, with Jimmy where he got pushed off the ladder to the outside and they did a little camera oh, yeah. trickery. You yeah. know? But but at the same time, when I saw it, I was like, well, Jimmy's dead. Like, that's it. He's not going to come back. But then, you know, it was like a minute later, you know, Jimmy was back in the ring. Right. And I remember my, my brother, you know, texting me saying, oh, he got a Zenzu bean. Like, he just kinda, <laughs> you know, this is a Dragon Ball Z reference right, for man. all you anime fans out there, but yeah, man, just kind of like quick recovery and boom, he was he yeah. was back in. Commentary
0: like, was like, how the hell did he get back up,
1: dude? Yeah, <laughs> man, it, it was it was it was a bunch of that going on at the, at the at WrestleMania, but it was fun, man. I, I really enjoyed this match, and like I said, it, it was one of those where going into it, you know, I thought, hey, this could be you know the match that steals the show, and it didn't disappoint. Like I, you know, in terms of the the match that finally stole the show, we'll we'll talk about that and 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 see who our picks are for that, but. You know, for me, this this was up there for sure. This is definitely a candidate.
0: Oh, yeah, man. I, I definitely put it up there. Just by the way, we are both breaking it down. We were both getting excited, just recapping it. So I, I totally agree with your thoughts, man. This was damn near matching the night right here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, man. So congratulations to Miz and Morrison for retaining. You know, yes. great match. And we'll see yes. what comes uh, in the next I picked uh, few y'all too what's that it's like and i picked them too yeah you did you picked them you picked missing Morrison. hey I, I i stuck with you know the the usos pick even with Jimmy. i said you know what let's see man maybe they, they'll pull the upset and then you know he tried man him and kofi were right there with those belts but you know the craftiness of morrison came through at the end so congrats to them um all right so moving on to our next matchup grudge match yeah. here kevin owens versus seth rollins um, this one, man, it, it was it, it went from man, this is another potential match of the year to WTF. I'm gonna <laughs> rant and go nuts on this podcast because it ended in a DQ to oh thank God Kevin right. Owens is saying <laughs> let's continue this match. <laughs> I was I was in mid like just upset, just rage mode. I was like, oh, I cannot man. believe you just ruined this match like this. Yeah, that you had by a it quit just moment pop- right there. Oh my god, I was right there. I was right there, and then it was kind of like as soon as Kevin Owens got on the mic, I was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Like literally, I was you know, I was on a, um, a chat with my with my two brothers. We were like going back and forth on 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 uh, on our uh, our chat anyway. Yeah. So you know. He, I get sent a a text like, what, you know, like what happened? I'm like, yeah. And then, you know, he's going nuts. I'm going nuts. And then Kevin Owens gets on that mic. We're just like, wait, wait, wait. (laughs) Okay. Then they, you know, they, they started the matchup. I'm like, okay. All right, cool. And so then it just went to a whole nother gear. You know, you got, you know, there's no disqualification now. Uh, Seth Rollins using that ring bell, smashing over Kevin's Owens. Even head. the banter
0: from Seth Rollins was was interesting, man. Yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit. Oh, man. I, I love, first of all, I'm going a, I'm to a give him, you know, I'm going to tip my hat to his, to his wardrobe. Coming out there looking extra clean. Looking like straight up Jesus, man. <laughs> you know, he got this character, the whole Messiah of Monday Night Raw, all white with like all the, white, the, the... like he's ready to give a sermon. <laughs> <laughs> that, it was, that... it was nice, man. And it said Messiah like on his left quad, right there, on his there, tights, yo, on his yo, tights yo, man, Messiah which was did, a nice yo. touch, man. And <laughs> it was, I got a kick out of that, and the the banter, but though the banter, I love, man. He's like, I, I told you, Kevin, it's like. I told you not to do it, Kevin. You keep you keep on listening. How many times I have to do it, Kevin? Come on, Kevin. He, and he's telling the ref, "No DQ, right? No DQ." Talking to himself, "My like, bro, this he, he is off his square right now, man." <laughs> so, the psychology from Seth Rollins, man, was was a nice touch, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. Just um, you know, it was it was great from both guys. I felt you know overall that last spot with Kevin Owens going off <sighs> the sign. You know, it was crazy watching that. You know, watching him you know go up there. I'm just like, where is he going? Oh my God! Like you know, please don't die. Like one of all those things you know roll through took your head. That bump too. Yeah, that was that was sick, man. That was sick. Just jumping. Off was that,
0: that was a real wheeze. Cause that. <sighs> yeah, so that
1: was, that sounded terrible. He sounded terrible. Like, oh, like man, damn, bro! Somebody better check on him for real. Yeah, man. like he is gasping for air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was a, a hell of a moment, man. And just shout out to again to both those guys. They, it's another one where I'm like, all right, this one. You know, when it was all said and done, it was a roller coaster of emotions. But it also, too, I think, was definitely a candidate for for match of the night and match of the show overall. Cause yeah, it, it had everything, man. Great story, you know. Great buildup going into it. Um, really physical, competitive matchup. Great storytelling during the matchup. Um, the the moment of of rage that that was felt, I felt like was kind of a good trolling uh, by them, yeah, they just got to me. almost yeah to, to get us and now you know then to continue the matchup was like and making no DQ
0: I'm like yeah. oh wow okay yeah because I had my hands in the air I was like bro what the hell really DQ yeah. at Wrestlemania that's exactly what I said <laughs> at WrestleMania. right and yeah. then as soon as it came I was like oh never mind I'm gonna sit down yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man. So yeah, shout out to
1: to both guys. Shout out to Kevin Owens for getting his WrestleMania moment finally, yeah, yeah. you know, like just getting a real big win um at WrestleMania and and yeah, man, just I'm I'm excited to see where we go from here. I mean, Kevin um Kevin Owens talked about, you know, he doesn't know what's what's next for him necessarily, whether he's just going to be the prize fighter or just keep kicking ass basically on Raw, but you know, he's 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 ready for a fight regardless of what happens. So he's he's going to keep continue to be him um with seth it was interesting seeing him um his mannerisms just just completely different on raw um just seeing him kind of be this uh he was destroyed you know he he felt just he looked pissed yeah. you know he went down he destroyed some jobber i'm, I'm not <laughs> I know even worse who he than was this guy's bro. name yeah. it didn't matter though at the he end of the got day got <laughs> He got turned to dust, man. Like he literally, like you will never see him again. Right, man. (laughs) He had
0: a crazy look in his eye.
1: Yeah, he did. He did. Now I I was digging it, man. I'm like, okay, let's 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 see this more serious, pissed off messiah. Like I'm curious. This This raptor messiah.
0: This is the type of uh, storytelling that I love, man. Like, right, he's losing now. He's using that.
1: Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for Seth. I'm excited for Kev, man. Like, this was a great matchup, and and it seems like we're going in the right direction. Um, So then we had a segment where, you know, 24-7 championship was, you know, brought into play. You know, R-Truth is trying to hide, you know, up there with Mojo Raleigh and Gronk, and both guys want the belt. I feel like, yeah, R-Truth had a brain fart, you know, because he forgot that, he had a feud with uh, Mojo Raleigh, I guess, <laughs> <He did. laughs> um, trying to hide you know, with him like, uh, dude, you remember? You... <laughs> anyway, so uh, Gronk tried to get the cover. Mojo Raleigh turned on Gronk and you know, pulled him off of him. He got the cover, became the new 24-7 champion. So um, that was yeah. a, a fun little moment.
0: You got what you wanted too, right? You know, some type of rift between Gronk and Mojo Raleigh. Yeah, I mean,
1: kind of, kind of. Like, this this was Mojo Rowley really. I don't know. I don't know what what to feel about him being a part of this at all, really. I, I just I thought it was weird that, you know, Gronk was just like, "Hey, you know, my friend Mojo and all that and, you know, but you're right that it this is so more weird. Sense. Like he
0: sounded very scripted by the way. Yeah, he did. Gronk. Like, come on. Don't even give this dude a script. Just let him be him. Like, because this dude was just like, Hey guys, I'm Gronk, three time Patriots tight end. I'm like, Really? We all know this. Hey man. What else is he going to say? And I like the part.
1: Yeah, he's talking about partying for thirty hours straight or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he like, did. Okay. All
0: right,
1: you know, I don't think I want to be a part of that. No okay. oh, man,
0: it sounds like a lot of cocaine right there. To me. <laughs> oh, hey, you went there. I'm you just actually, saying, man. Went there. You said thirty hours of power. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. I, I'm not going to put that on Gronk. Gronk, that, that, the, <laughs> the thoughts of Devin are all his own. I'm not, it's, not, it's not coming from me, a fees. Nope. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah, that's me. I want the smoke. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man. But, hey,
1: you know, they. I guess they just figured they had to, you know, work the 24-7 championship in there somehow. You know, it's it's been uh, definitely one of the – highlights of the year overall for for WWE so why not give it this this brief moment um you know at Wrestlemania and have Gronk and Milduralli give them something to do so you know it, it was it was entertaining it was fun for for the brief moment that it was I think it was fine um, moving on from there we had the universal championship matchup so oh. this was um, you know this was what it was yeah. we had the replacement for Roman reigns since Roman reigns again uh, chose not to be a part of this due and they to they didn't even this. talk
0: about it too no they didn't they did not, not They did even not even bring it up now one time Mm-mm, like no. why is he substituting? Roman Reigns.
1: There was no, yeah, it just they just briefly on SmackDown showed the graphic where now it was Strowman instead of Roman, and yeah, yeah, versus Goldberg, and Goldberg didn't say anything. There was no story, no video package, no nothing. It was just, hey, this match is happening. So really strange, really strange uh, way to way to go about that, but. You know, it, it was what it was there. Uh, so Braun Strowman versus Goldberg for the Universal Championship, and it, it was Strange. what you would have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, Goldberg. I, actually, the match time for this one is kind of. I was of just hilarious. about to ask you that. What, what What would you guess? How long you think this match went?
0: <sighs> With interests. <laughs> no, I don't think this counts. Entrances. It doesn't. Okay, it's no. counting from bell to bell. Yeah. Okay. Three minutes. <laughs> You're over two minutes and ten seconds. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I said it too long. I'm like, that sounds too long right there. I should have went two and a half. <laughs> the crazy.
1: the, uni- the universal chair, one of the two top belts in the company, was defended at WrestleMania, and it went two minutes and ten seconds. Wow. Now, granted, we've seen this before. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've seen, you, you know, Brian I mean, I was going to say that one, that one for sure yeah. was super short. That yeah, was, that was too. crazy. I think that was pre-show um, too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Brock, you know, and, and Seth, you know, was, was relatively short, but it was longer than that though. Um, yeah, man, it was just really strange. And then, yeah, just the whole, I mean, finisher, 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 you know, you keep getting spears. There was what? Three spears from Goldberg. Uh, Strowman kicked out
0: Are you really sh- that surprised About what type of match We was getting from Goldberg I kind of just Expected this No
1: I, I wasn't surprised at all It's just Disappointing Well yeah To see that For WrestleMania Yeah you know? yep. just, like, That's you know. more of what it is It's all not right. that I'm surprised This is This is exactly What I expected When it was Roman I was thinking Okay Exactly this Spear versus spear You would see Goldberg Hit Roman with three spears No effect then you would see Roman hit Goldberg with three spears. Goldberg win. Or Roman wins. And that's it. You know, it would have just been that. Um, you know, this one here, it was, it was basically just the same thing. I think Strowman hit four power slams, if I remember right. Yeah, it was um, total of four. Yeah. and then
0: no. I'm watching this came... match currently right now. <clears throat> And, and By the time we finish with this segment, we're already be into the next boneyard match problem. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you can totally watch
1: this matchup right right now, and and yeah, it'll it'll be. I think we'll still be talking about him it before yeah, it's will. over. It's just, it's
2: just so this
1: crazy man, like I said, two minutes. Um, so you know, and the part that sucks about this is this is an amazing moment for Braun Strowman. He went from not being on the card to wrestling for the Universal Championship, beating Goldberg, becoming the new champion. Like this should be something that is is, is huge. Yeah. You know, it's it's like celebrated, and yet it just feels like it's not it's not there. It's not like I don't know. I, so when I was watching the matchup, I was really happy that Strowman won, and maybe more happy that Goldberg yeah, you lost. Picked,
0: you picked Strowman, right? I did. I went with Goldberg because I just figured because they want to keep that match with uh, with Roman Reigns, which there was rumors out there now that I saw that they that was the change of plans to just hold off and Goldberg goes over Braun. But you know, I guess there was some it just change of plans. It it it, it
1: made sense to me to have Strowman win because you just you you're replacing Roman last minute mm-hmm. like you you. Yeah, stroman would benefit so much from the win and he he would it would make him look so bad to lose this matchup against goldberg so it just made sense i thought to just give the belt to braun I
0: almost got nervous man i thought he, he was gonna get pin. oh
1: know? yeah no definitely he, i definitely <laughs> when he there with that
0: third that. spear i was like oh man here we go yeah. one know, two I, I, he kick i'm like oh interesting <laughs> you, I, I, I I was so happy I ex-
1: yes. I exploded when Strowman pinned him I was like yes yes Strowman thank you and a lot of it too it was just like I just want that damn belt off Goldberg yeah. I just don't like it was, was a, a sad sight
0: man seemed like he didn't even want to be there he came out with just two rinky dink security arm guys I'm like <laughs> he didn't even need that man if he's just gonna right. come out of you know a small hallway like that you know it's not yeah. even a full security guard it's just two guys and that just yeah. even looked pathetic. <laughs> it did I was like oh man
1: you just hey, came out man. by yourself yeah. yeah yeah it just it just wasn't it just wasn't what it what it should have been for yeah. for braun but you know I'm really happy for him though overall big picture now we we don't have to see matches like this you know anymore at least for a while until you know if Goldberg ever does want to come back or if Brock you know wants to challenge him let's say but you know braun, He's a guy that you know he can do a twenty-minute match. He can, he can you know have a, a more interesting matchup. So I'm I'm re- and he's going to be around you know. So I'm I'm definitely excited from that. So standpoint. how long does he
0: keep this title then? Ah, uh, you know the I don't know, man.
1: I feel like we should just enjoy it for what it is because it could be off of him yeah. in like a month or two. You know, so you'll say that. he's
0: a transitional champ. He's just no, keeping not, that warm I, for maybe you know just Roman. I'm not I'm not saying that necessarily.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm just thinking like. Let's just enjoy it for what it is because, you know, I think I don't even know if I want to make a prediction on it because anything can happen in WWE. But I'm really happy for Braun. And I feel like, you know, it's just best just enjoying this moment. I mean, if if you're saying, you know, you know, make a prediction on how long it's going to be. I would hope till SummerSlam, you know, like I think Braun deserves that. Um, and maybe even past SummerSlam because he's just so, he seems like a guy that is just truly unstoppable that to find someone who can actually beat Braun, it just it seems like that's a tough search you know, there's not too many people that match up well with him. Yeah, Roman Reigns, you can make that case and Roman's beaten him before
0: Brock Lesnar
1: yeah. but you know, besides those two guys that you just mentioned, man I mean, Braun could just run through everybody on on the roster. Um so yeah, I just feel like it's I just wanna enjoy this and then seeing Braun with the championship. Um, you know, and I hope he gets a long reign, but you never know. You know, Braun, I don't I'm not sold that that they are, you know, believing in Braun because Braun was a last minute replacement, you know, like Yeah, he, that's what I'm afraid be- of.
0: But yeah, my he, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, but my perfect scenario would be like I hope that it it'll go further than what they have initially thought they would they for initial plans, or maybe he'll just be a transitional. But since she's doing so well, now he just holds on and keeps that belt, man. Maybe I don't know until the next WrestleMania. It's just so hard to predict because again, he almost he would not have been on
1: the on the card. He wouldn't have been on the show if yeah. Roman had chosen to wrestle. You know, he wouldn't have been, been on the show. Not just wouldn't have been in this match, but literally would not have been at WrestleMania. It took Roman saying, I'm not going to go for for Braun to get on the card at all. And now he's champion. And it's just like, wow, that is amazing that they... And I was rooting for that to happen because I wanted that for Braun and I wanted that build off Goldberg. But even now, even talking about it, I'm like, wow, that's amazing that they actually went through with that. They yeah. took the build off of Goldberg, gave it to <laughs> Braun, as Braun is a last-minute replacement. That's crazy. So, yeah, hopefully... They look at this and say, well, let's run with it instead of saying, well, when Roman's ready, we're going to give the belt to Roman. I, I, I hope they stick with Braun because he deserves to have a longer reign. But based off the circumstances of how Braun even got here, nothing is certain. So I think it's just best to just enjoy this just for a while. it lasts
0: because while I, while I last. We,
1: It could be yeah. over before you know it. That's just how it feels.
0: By the way, it was cool seeing Braun on the highlight of ESPN, man now they're they're part of the ESPN highlights now it's weird still trying to get used to that hearing the sports broadcaster you know announce do a play play by play analysis of WWE events is weird (laughs) (laughs) hey that's cool though man it's It's cool though though. yeah like like, this is where we at and they're signing very exciting like they're all into it like Braun Strowman he he kicked out of three three spears and then he come back with Goldberg he hit three power slams back. He's the fourth one, and we got a new universal champion. I'm like, okay, cool, that's, man. They, they're not cool. sounding like lame about it, right? Right. It's just weird because you know this is where we at in the world. Yeah, yeah. And I mean,
1: there's no, there's really no other sports to talk about. Now, nah, so man, kind of like, man, hey, this is a, this is amazing. We it's, have something, you know. Right. It's like next the like thing happen. we got. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, that's that's cool. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, let's get on to this boneyard match, man. This is this is uh, the main event for night one, um, man. I, we both were kind of anticipating this for some some pretty interesting reasons. One to see if stuntman Undertaker was going to make an appearance. Yeah,
0: sadly um, no. But sadly, still, it was no. still. I didn't give it damn. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and also, too, you know, we we basically figured this was going to be a, pretty much a movie. Like it was, yeah. it was going to be something that. They would put a production value behind, um, you know, out in a cemetery, essentially yeah. a buried alive matchup. With some
0: fogs. Yeah, a lot of fog <laughs> going on,
1: you know. You, you had some special effects and yeah. and some shenanigans, you know, and, and the OC, you know, made appearance. Uh, there was a lot going on in this matchup. Um, did you like the Boneyard match? At the end of the day, did, did it work for you?
0: I, I didn't like it. Okay, I loved it. Damn it, I oh, loved wow. that Boneyard match, man. I oh. it made me. You know what it made me do, man. It made me fall in love with uh, Undertaker all over again, bro. If we're gonna get this version of Undertaker for future WrestleManias, like mm. in movie and cinematic, are we gonna do the Undertaker cinematic universe? Then I'm down for that, man. You know, here you can hide his. You know, <laughs> the Undertaker cinematic universe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I you just,
1: just realized what I said. said. I was like, "Wait a minute! Did he just say cinematic?" You know, I did. All right,
2: because this is probably what could happen, man. <laughs> you know, that's hilarious. It could wow. be like a trilogy or something. Yeah, <laughs> but it,
0: you know, it it opens the door because now you can hide his 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 limited wrestling ability that he's a that he's not able to do and, and highlight like, some of the stuff he can do so to me i i enjoyed it man yeah i i don't know i i i didn't
1: hate it i didn't think it was it was terrible but i just there was something about it that didn't quite work for me um you know with undertaker i felt like it w- it made sense that he wasn't the dead man because we talked about it like aj styles torched that gimmick like he basically yeah. made it that I think he was a bit
0: of both in this. In this, though, yeah, yeah, no,
1: he he definitely, you know, he had the resurrection. You know, like when he was when AJ was about to bury him, he showed up behind him and kind of showed up, and we saw some of his dead man powers. You know, with the fire and everything. Like he he definitely had that, but it was more, I thought, Mark, you know, Mark Holloway, more American badass Undertaker with the Metallica music and. You know the motorcycle like it felt like he leaned more towards that but he still had some of that you know aura of of you know i have superpowers going on um like i'm
0: still the undertaker at the end of the day don't forget
1: yeah yeah i just i don't know there,
0: there was there was I, yeah i'm, I'm kind of like, befuddled by like yeah, what I didn't just, work for you for this match like if you, i, I don't know like well, you first didn't of
1: all I guess the first thing is it wasn't a match, right? Okay, well like yeah. It, oh, it, you know, it was, okay. okay. It was more of a like a movie experience and, you know, that if you if you take the match part out of it and you just say, "Hey, we're watching a movie like a like a Undertaker you know, film." Yeah, an Undertaker film. Okay. You know, it, it makes sense. It's fine. Um, you know, AJ Styles, I feel like probably at the end of the day, I feel like I almost wish it, it wasn't AJ honestly that was that was there against the Undertaker in this scenario. And you know, it just felt like I don't know, I just I just I had a hard time watching this happening with AJ Styles. Like you, you thought know, he was I, getting I buried he, or uh, I don't know. I it's it's again I've I've watched this twice now. Yeah. And I just have this weird feeling about it. Like it just felt I get what they're trying to do. You know, and, and AJ, the build-up to this, he'd been talking about Michelle McCool. And, you know, he had been saying, like, I want to see the Undertaker of old. And he really tried to bring out the best of Undertaker. But seeing it, seeing the execution of this Boneyard matchup, I just have mixed feelings about it. I feel like on Undertaker's side, I think Undertaker did as good of a job as you could ask Undertaker to do. Mm-hmm. I think Undertaker was, was fine. It was It was totally fine. I didn't think that Undertaker was overly impressive. But I thought that, from a production value standpoint, they made it look as cool as it could.
0: What about the um, ad lib dialogue? You didn't like that?
1: I just, it, I don't know. I just, I don't. I wasn't I feeling the, it. The you dialogue know,
0: it was, was was good and, and creepy at times too.
2: Yeah, it's.
1: It, I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to really explain because again, it's. I, I the the way that yeah, I I'm just trying to It wasn't like Man, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> you know, it wasn't bad. It just didn't really make me say, hey, this is the main event of WrestleMania night one. Like, I, I don't know. I just felt like Becky and Shayna getting a better matchup and having them be the main event. You know, I still would have preferred that. Um, you know, this here just felt kind of hokey at times. It felt like, you know, it, it just it was it was so cinematic that it just it just kind of took me out. and I just feel like, OK, I, I, I know what's going to happen. You know, Undertaker is about to finish off AJ. You know, AJ yeah. has no chance. You know, and and this just felt like, all right, you know, they're 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 doing the best that they can with the with the sense that um, Undertaker is not the guy he used to be. So let's just make this more of a movie, more of a film. Um, WrestleMania has no fans, so why not do something like this? Um, you know, I like the fact that um, that AJ come out in the came out in the casket in the beginning. I thought that was funny. You know, yeah. you had the Undertaker music playing, and he came out, and he was laughing, and you know, like kind of making fun of him. Um, but yeah, I just kind of, I wasn't fully like into this. Like, oh my god, like this is awesome! I'm, I'm really loving what I'm seeing. Like, it just, it just didn't have that
0: extra, you know, something. I don't know. Just something was it was because from that you Olympics? were expecting a match, and you saw a movie, basically.
1: It might, yeah, because that, you because.
0: Out of out of me and you, you you lean heavily more on, on the technical wrestling of it, yeah. Than than I, am. I'm more of about the entertainment.
1: Yeah, I, but I didn't expect a great matchup from from this either, though, because you know. But you were
0: expecting a match though? Nah,
1: that, that's not even totally true either, because I think we both kind of said this is going to be a movie. Well, yeah, we were,
0: well, yeah you we, know, we were anticipating
1: this. Well, you know, yeah. it's just seeing it. I just was kind of like, okay, you know, like this would have been cool, like in the middle of it. I think, I think part of it is the placement of the match that the, that this night ended with this. You know, I feel like if it was in the middle, maybe I would feel a little bit better about it. But the fact that this closed the show, it just felt like we're ending on a, on a, on a movie basically. Like,
0: you know, and then I just it made kind sense of, to me because you have no fans. Like if you had fans there, then nah, that would be the bad placement to, in you know WrestleMania with an Undertaker movie. But you got no fans there, man. It I, to me it it worked well for me. Well, I think that's another thing too is that you
1: know Undertaker. I feel like this this is we're getting close to the end of his career, and you know why not give that spot to you know somebody else in terms of just like that main event spot. Like, he can have this moment in the card, he can have this movie, but there's a lot of importance being placed in anything that's going to main... Like, basically, having two nights, it gives you a unique opportunity where you can have two main events, right? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, you know, that main event spot is so precious, like, why The Undertaker at this point in 2020... You know, give him a spot on the card just because you have that respect for him. Like, he's one of the greatest of all time. You could argue the greatest of all time. And I wouldn't be arguing too hard against anybody that said that. Um, But this, there, there was, there's so much importance. And, you know, putting Undertaker over and AJ Styles, you know, getting buried and all this. It just... I don't know, it just it just felt a little bit wrong. That, I didn't see you know, it that
0: way as well, by the way. I saw it as Undertaker putting AJ Styles over, man. Even because even in the dialogue towards the end of the match, he was saying, you know, you gave me a hell of a fight. Man, you know, that's more than all this more than people, you know, I fought before. So I was like, he's actually putting them over, man.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't feel that way at all. I just felt like <laughs> AJ was just kind of beaten down. He had no chance. Yeah, he's saying this, but I didn't believe him when he was saying it. I knew he was gonna bury him. He's still gonna put him in the ground, he's still gonna put the dirt on him, like this is still happening. Yeah. And okay, it was cool words, but you know, you could say one thing, but your actions still say like, you know, AJ really didn't do do anything to you. He couldn't he couldn't touch you. And, you know, then he damn near murdered uh Carl Anderson, <laughs> you know, because he, he did the tombstone to Carl oh, Anderson yeah. on top of the building. And then he blew up the the building. There was the pyro that hit everywhere. Yeah, yeah, he's dead. (laughs) I'm like, did you forget that Carpenter was on the roof? That's murder, man. man. Undertaker, bro. That's what he do. He just murders me. All right, all right, cool. Rest in peace. I mean, and 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 I'll say this that there was a point in this matchup where I just kind of accepted it for what it was, Mm -hmm. and I had fun with things like that. Like you know, even Luke Gallows getting thrown off of the, the roof of that building. And I was like, where did Luke Gallows get thrown to? Is he okay? You know, like did he just kill Carl Anderson? Luke Gallows in this thing. You had the druids, you know, the fake druids, uh, you yeah. know, show up. Yeah, it was like it was it was still fun moments, you know. And I was like, all right, this is this is cool, but um, I just I. I I felt like maybe because of the placement of this matchup. Because I'm working through it now as I'm talking to you about it. Yeah, I feel like part of my problem with it is that being the main event of night one. I feel like man, that should have that could have went to almost anybody else. You know, to to have this this spot you know, to be one of the main events because you technically do have two main events now with this and to give Undertaker one of those main events, it's like, man, really? In 2020? And it, and it's not a match, it's a movie? Like, come on, man. Like, you know, we're going to talk hit, about the Firefly Funhouse match. It matchup, well, but-
0: though, man. I think it, it closed the show. It got people talking about it. A lot of people thought, you know, it, it closed the, the show well. I thought, you know, I was clapping my hands at the end of the WrestleMania for night one. I was like, wow, that was a damn good movie you know done featuring the undertaker and aj styles
1: <laughs> i've seen i've seen a lot of uh, mixed reviews on it you know and um, i don't i don't blame people on either side of it like it's cool that if you enjoyed it for what it was man awesome and if you know it kind of struck you as odd i think that's fine too you know i, I just i don't I, I think that it's it's different and you know for what they had is it different though
0: because we've seen you know wrestling movies before with Matt Hardy, the delete videos, the woken videos that he brought over. So, is it like... Never at
1: WrestleMania have they done anything like this. Like, you would never expect them to do a movie But I don't think they would have did
0: this if, given the, you know, circumstances... That's what I'm saying. saying But,
1: But I guess the point, though, is that they've never done anything like this when it comes to Mania... You're not doing a match. You're doing a movie, and it's because of the circumstances. But like I'm saying, I'm, it's just a fact. Like they, they if if circumstances had been different, we wouldn't have gotten this. We would have gotten a match. You know, we would have gotten an actual match in the ring. And I guess just my could have possibly
0: sucked. I could have been like, man, why the hell did we get that match? Instead,
1: yeah. I'm over here praising the Undertaker. And that that's fine for what they had. You know, it was it was entertaining. It was fine. I just feel like. On one side, I, you know, you feel like it helped AJ. I don't feel like it did anything for AJ. Um, you know, the the placement on the card being the main event, you were okay with it. For me, I felt like, you know, give that to, as much as I didn't like the the matchup between, between Becky and Shane, I feel like give them more time, give them 20 minutes and make that the main event of night one. I'd have been fine with that. There were some matches on night two that I felt like definitely could have been the main event. I mean, Randy Orton and and uh, Edge, you know, make them the main event because they had such a great story going into it. Like, fine, you know, but I'm just, glad they did just...
0: main event though.
1: Well, we'll we'll get into that yeah. one a little bit later, but just just specifically with this, I felt like the build up with this one, AJ, you know, did a great job of cutting promos. Undertaker, that last promo was good, but I still didn't feel like it should have been the main event. And to do this movie, it's like, it, it's fine. But I just, I, I wasn't overly like, oh my God, this was amazing. Um, I can't wait to talk about the Firefly Funhouse because it's going to be interesting to talk about that matchup. Yeah, because I'm curious about movie.
0: if you're basically how the way you're dissecting, dissecting this one, I wonder how you feel yeah. about the Firefly Funhouse.
1: I'm, I'm going to save I'm gonna save my thoughts. I'm going to keep right. you in suspense with that one because that that is that is that is what I'm looking forward to talking about mm-hmm. as well but with this one you know I just felt like hey they they did the best with what they had it wasn't overly I wasn't overly excited about it but I had fun with moments of it and I thought it was fine that that's just my honest opinion on it and I feel like you know AJ it's i'm glad that AJ had you know a spot on the card I feel like AJ is deserving of yeah. having and when you, know, you look a, at a a it, he may have been card. in
0: WrestleMania when you think about it yeah, but
1: <laughs> not the greatest showing. Not one that I want to remember. AJ, you know, uh, doing. You know, it's uh, it's not. N- no, I can't. Uh, no, no way. No way. I would. I would rather AJ fighting for a title and that being a main event moment for AJ versus this. You know, this thing here was more about the Undertaker. Really, AJ was a co-star in Undertaker's movie. That's what it was. You know, that's what this was. And Undertaker, again, he's he's damn near done. It's fine to give him this movie, but as a main event. And to still be putting so much emphasis on him, I, it's, it's, it just feels a little bit off. But hey, it's fine. It's fine. People enjoyed it. Cool. I'm not, you know, gonna shit on that. You know, if you, you know, felt a little bit off about it or you didn't like it, I can understand why as well. Um, I'm just kind of like, it happened. It was fine. You know, it was fine.
0: It was fine. <laughs> That's just what I keep saying. It was. It was fine. Did you Did you watch that documentary after? I want to say after night two of WrestleMania. Featuring uh, Undertaker. It was like a first look.
1: They did a snippet. Yeah. It wasn't the full documentary yet. But yeah. They did. Uh, they showed a snippet. And I saw that. And yeah. It's kind of confirming. Like this is it. This is his last ride. Um, so. And I thought it was good. Yeah. I mean. Him saying he can't. Uh, do a full schedule anymore. You know. Like I thought that. That was very honest. And revealing. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and Michelle McCool talking about how his body just is going through so much and pe- people just don't know, like, how much pain he's going through. Yeah. Like, I, you see it, man. The do. way he walks now, the <laughs> way he moves, it's real. Yeah, you know? even
0: some of his insecurities, man, how he was talking about, you know, you don't want fans to say, like, hey, this guy used to used to go bail to bail yeah. like, you know, 10, 15 years ago. He's like, yeah, I yeah. want people to think still that I can still go. I'm like, man, that's a tough pill to swallow right there, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think also, too, you know, like, let's say we knew, like, hey, Undertaker is going to have his last match. It's going to be at WrestleMania. If you want to give him the main event, then absolutely. Like, for his last match to go out with a main event, I'm not going to argue that at all. You know, but this match didn't feel like his last match. This match actually felt like a rebirth. You know, like, this is a new, like, way for Undertaker to continue his career and, and maybe even
0: thematic universe it's coming yeah. <laughs>
1: length in that career in that way yeah you know it, so it's 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 cool you know like the match was cool um shout out to the production team for doing a, a well-produced uh film for the undertaker and aj styles matchup um you know, logically, there's some funny things like even the fact that there's that Undertaker logo at the top of the house. Like, so did Undertaker just sit there and kind of like plan out and like set up a projector somewhere to hit
0: the, <laughs> the logo nah, and man. create that? He uses and, powers you know. of the darkness, man. Probably right. summon a, a tech guy to <laughs> set that up. This it guy. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One of the druids is a uh, master of it. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, it, it's it's just I think you you. Uh, for me, I had fun with moments of it, you know, like that is like okay, we're just having a fun time. That's cool. I, I have no problem with that, you know. It's more just the placement of the matchup, it being so focused on the Undertaker. Someone else could have that main event spot, but it was it was fine. It was it was good. It was overall a, a solid showing, and it's an enjoyable film.
0: It was. Well, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it, man. At least you 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 was able to set that aside and just you know, all right, I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. So. That's that's how I looked at it, man. You know, I just enjoyed it for what it is. I got it kicked out of it. I got it kicked out of Undertaker, man. It made me kind of just fall in love with Undertaker again cuz pretty much I was at to my I was I was up, I was just sick of just Undertaker just keep on showing up these these WrestleManias, you know, like you said to your point, you know, just taking up a young roster spot, you know, somebody else could be in that position. So, I get it too. So, I understand yeah. that, but you know, uh I did uh, like I said earlier, I, I enjoyed the Boneyard match or the Undertaker movie, as we should, should call it. <laughs> yeah. And I look forward, forward to seeing other, you know, possible Undertaker films, man. You know, maybe we'll get like a trilogy or something.
1: <laughs> maybe it might happen. It might happen. You might just get your wish, man. Because, you know, I feel like there's enough. It was enough of a success to warrant doing it potentially again. So uh, yes. I'll give it that for sure. Um, so, yeah, man, that does it for night one. Uh, any other thoughts before we go to night two?
0: Nah, man, pretty much keep it going, man. Let's go on to night two of WrestleMania.
1: All right, so night two of WrestleMania, the kickoff show. Uh, we started things off with Liv Morgan and Natalia. Um, you know, this matchup in comparison to Cesaro and Drew Gulak, um, I, I also felt was a solid matchup. I felt like um, it, was, it was cool to see Liv Morgan have a spot on the card. Um, I think it's it's really big for her, even though it was just a kickoff uh, kickoff match. Uh, really big for her to be a part of this at all. Um, her versus Natalia, someone who you know has been a part of the company for a long time. Maybe she's kind of a gatekeeper in a way, kind of a proving ground type of uh, competitor now mm-hmm. for the women's division. And for her to have that match and and you know have a, that was a damn solid match, was, I would say man. with with Natalia. You know, it was really cool. I, I think I enjoyed the Cesaro matchup a little bit more oh, yeah. just because yeah. from a technical standpoint those two guys are on another level. Plus, but come on, Liv it's Cesaro, Morgan, bro. <laughs> it's yeah, it's Cesaro. That airplane spin was is, was so ridiculous. But you know, Liv Morgan, I'm rooting for Liv Morgan. Yes. I want to see her. You know, get an opportunity to, to see to show if she can do it. I'm not sure if she can do it. I don't. I'm not sure if she can be like a top superstar. But I think she deserves that chance to prove it, to show like, hey, can like she can or can't them, she? I, I think she I she has that. potential. I feel like she's still not. She doesn't have that superstar aura yet. Like she doesn't. She needs a story that really allows her. Oh, I'm not to saying uh,
0: like character wise, I get that, but I'm just saying, you know, uh, athletic wise, like she can, like she can, she can wrestle. It actually opened my eyes on that on that uh kickoff show i'm like man she's she's more talented than i thought so
1: yeah yeah i think uh working with natalia that that definitely i think natalia helped in that as well to if you can look good you know if natalia and you work together and have great timing and all that like that's a great sign and so for for her for live i think this was this was a great opportunity uh a solid matchup overall um and she got the win I mean, they, she got the win over Natalya, and yep. she looked good doing it. So, yeah. I like that uh, match. It's like a live.
0: proven match to see where you're at. And, yeah, like you said, it was a good win for her. Good look. Yeah. So, I like that a lot. Um,
1: now, the main card of night two kicked yeah. off with a matchup that I was I was shocked that this matchup started the Man. show. Because I, I'd said the two matches that I were, that was most anticipating for WrestleMania was Randy Orton and Edge. That was number one. And then it was this one: Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the NXT Women's Championship. And yeah, I was I was stunned. I was like, "Wow, they're starting off with yeah. this." But you know what? Hey, they're gonna tear the roof off, yeah. and they may
0: just steal the show I right was in here, the man. And then, I, and I heard Charlotte Flair me. I was like, "Oh!" I immediately ran to my bedroom. I was like, "Oh shit! I got!" <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna be the first match. <laughs> right, right. It was, it was, it was shocking, man. Yeah. But.
1: Man, did these two? Let, let, let me just let me just say this Man. too. Like, you know, Charlotte and Rhea. These two, I think, when when I just had this thought today before we before we went on the air that you know we've talked about how in 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 the WWE landscape right now, you know, when you talk about like uh, superstars, you know, when you try to compare them to other eras, like in the Attitude Era with Rock and Austin and Triple H. Like we don't really have that in in this era, yeah. like I can't say Seth Rollins fits in and and is as big as the rock and as big as austin and, and triple h and even in that you know ruthless aggression era yeah John Cena and orton and batista yes. and it's like great rivalries man, yeah, big rivalries yeah. and it's 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 hard to see that you know with again with like the Roman reigns of the of the company right now and braun Strowman's like it's not, it's just not there mm-hmm. but with the women and specifically in this match oh yes. I felt it. I felt like these two right here with Charlotte and Rhea, it felt it feels like it has that potential to be on that level of rivalry with a Rock Austin. And this might be controversial. Some people might be like, "Whoa, whoa, you know, like this is too high a praise for this." I'm I'm going to go nah, ahead and man. say it because nah, it's bro. just how
0: I feel. No. Nah. yeah, like, say how you feel. And I and I'm a co-sign on that, man. Cause, dude, dude, Charlotte, she is Oh my God, man! She was a wrestling yeah. clinic out clinic out there, bro. Yeah, yeah.
1: This was this was just unbelievable. Again, just the the presence of both women, even starting, yes. not even not even talking about the match, just like right. how they even entered this this yes. arena. Oh you felt it immediately. What <laughs> they both looking, what they was
0: wearing the wardrobe. Charlotte coming in, looking like a million bucks in this a beautiful black gown. queen, legitimately. Yes. Yeah, bro. Yes. Oh my God, it was lovely. And
1: then even uh, so, Rhea Ripley, she's she's I think she's big into Dragon Ball Z. I've seen yes. a couple of posts here where the the outfit was almost Vegeta, Vegeta inspired, you know, with armor. the blue, white, and yellow, and that was uh, like the female Saiyan essentially. Um, and just like, but her presence, and just like the way she enters the ring, and you know the the hair down, and and the and you see Charlotte in the background, and her in the uh, Riga in the foreground, and she looks back at Charlotte while during her entrance. I'm just like, oh my god, like this is they're building this up so perfectly yes, right you know. now. Even when, when they're they start... announcing
0: their name, Charlotte went first, and then yeah. when she was done, she took a step back. She was like, all right, you can go. <laughs> yeah,
1: well, it's like it's almost like she did a warm up. She did yeah. a warm up, uh, bounce off the ropes you know and i'm like she's taking up a little bit of ria's you know intro time here like that's interesting and then she said okay no you can go you can go like she was done <laughs> she had done her her warm up and now she's allowing Rhea to yes. get introduced for <laughs> her championship defense like that was that was just brilliant so i thought that was awesome and then you know they start the match and they're just like circling each other, yes. and you just feel it. And then immediately Charlotte goes for the knee. She goes she for does. the left knee. She does. And she's like, "This is our NXT champion!" <laughs> just clowning Rhea. I'm like, "Wow!" And at, at a certain point, I just forgot that there was no crowd. I forgot there was yeah, no fans. Man. I just you just get lost in the intensity Indeed. of this matchup. The shouting oh, they man. was doing,
0: screaming in oh, pain my because. Rhea, Rhea Ripley, just trying to get the feeling back in her knee. She was like, "Come on, stupid knee, stupid, stupid knee." I was like, "Damn, <laughs> yeah."
1: Oh man, it was just intense. Yeah, and you just you heard like they were just like just jaw jacking at each yes. other, you know, screaming at each other. The agony from Rhea Ripley as Charlotte just continued to pick her knee apart. That storytelling of this match
0: knee. was a plus, perfect, bro. A-plus yeah. perfect of explaining the reasons why, well, we get to them, but how Rhea Ripley lost. Yeah.
1: Yeah, essentially just it, it, you know, at a certain point I was like, man, because she um, actually in the beginning, Rear Ripley had hit the ripcord. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I
0: thought it was over. I was like, upset?
1: I th-
2: man. <laughs>
1: See, it was crazy because I didn't think it was over, but I was shocked. I was like, wait, are they really going to? And then she kicked out. I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. We- we're going to keep but I, that." But going. you Good. never
0: know, man. Like, if you want to do some shock value to this. <laughs> right.
1: Exactly. That would be one way to do it. So, you know, I, I was I was like, okay, that's that's crazy and then you know charlotte just continues to go after that after that knee and she's just relentless with it and it it was just masterful just the way that she kept just technically picking her apart yeah you know and i was just just watching this being like yeah like you said the storytelling in this matchup you know just just, i
0: kind of i saw the
1: foreshadowing i'm like bro well, you could see it because yes. she hadn't pulled off the figure four nope. yet. yep, She yep, hadn't locked exactly. it in once. Oh, my God. Yep, that's it, how I it saw was, it. <laughs> it was set up perfectly. Like, if she, at this point, Rhea Ripley can barely walk. She can barely stand on that knee. Yep. She made a mistake. She went to the top. She had a drop kick off the top, but she landed
0: on the knee. Grabbed she the sold knee it immediately, again. screaming in pain. Like, oh, ah! man.
1: Dude, yeah, just everything, man. And and even, uh, you know, Rhea Ripley put, pulled that, like, reverse Texas Cloverleaf, like, hanging uh, submission that yep. she does. And she had Charlotte kind of in pain a little bit and agonizing and, and crawling to the ropes. She pulled her back when Charlotte was almost to the ropes. And you think, oh, man, is she going to make Charlotte tap? And just, you know, just the anticipation for the finish, like, it just kept kept happening like what you know there was a so many moments where you thought okay this could be over but all the
0: while that
1: figure four just still had not gotten no, locked in it hasn't man like, <laughs> like, all right,
0: yeah, all right. like they were setting I, I this just, up really well for it like the way charlotte she kept on attacking that knee getting real aggressive bringing on that knee i was like oh yeah it's it's gonna come i, I saw chop blocks yeah yes, just yeah to the chop, chop her stinging knee. oh my god
1: Yeah, but just her knee looked like it was bending in awkward ways, man. I'm like, oh, this is this is not this. The second that figure four gets locked in, this match is over. That's what I kept thinking. When she bridges, specifically the figure eight, (laughs) there's no way, and I would you would accept it. You have to at that point. You, there's no like, oh, Rhea shouldn't tap or she shouldn't, you know, lose to, to to that. Like, yes, she should. With the way that her knee was getting destroyed, absolutely, it makes she a should. lot Any of sense. Right? Should. The
0: logic yeah. of this match was was booked perfectly, man. Like, oh, man. Charlotte had a plan and she executed it well.
1: Yes, <laughs> and Rhea just showed how relentless she was, and like, she didn't care wow. about how much her knee was she hurt. Did. She just kept fighting she kept she kept making me believe yeah. that even she's the with alpha the male game, i felt like i was looking
0: win. at two alpha males going at it man
1: yeah or in this case alpha, alpha females, females i should say yeah, yeah. two alpha like females these two, that's what that's why i said you know the comparison with you know like rock and austin you know with like cena and orton like i felt like this here has had that feeling to it yes. you know of just these two. People that, I mean, Rhea had been compared to Charlotte, you know, since she started. That was part of the story, and she mm-hmm. wants to make herself different from Charlotte. And it really felt like she in this matchup showed how much different. on her level yes. that she can be. And different, you know, like too, man. Took, what's that? And different, too. And different. Like, how different she is, absolutely. But also, too, just that respect that she deserves to, to be included With Charlotte in terms of like, hey, she's a rival to Charlotte. She can beat Charlotte. She deserves as much respect as an in-ring competitor as Charlotte. You know, so yeah, man, just just great. And Charlotte, man, just from the get go, just letting Rhea know, like, hey, was I was the the Raw Women's <laughs> Champion, chop. I was the SmackDown Women's Champion, chop. And I'm gonna take your title, chop, oh, like, man. Oh, bro. Boy, I was just, I was like,
0: oh, I, I feel I feel real confident in my pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's, so it's crazy. Funny. Cause I was it's, bouncing. You know, last,
1: what was it last we, week? We both picked. Well well because at first we had both picked Rhea, yeah. but then you kept sounding like you want to pick Charlotte. I'm just like, man, it sounds like you wanna pick Charlotte. You might just wanna pick Charlotte because it makes sense. Like, if Charlotte wins this matchup, the beauty of this is we get Charlotte potentially on NXT.
0: And I can't wait, wait for know, tomorrow wait.
1: when we figure out oh, who dude. Charlotte's gonna face now. Yeah, yeah, that that is that is gonna be exciting. So so yeah, so just just does this, this match up again the ending. I mean, it was built up perfectly that you know, Rhea Ripley's knee had been focused on. Charlotte had just been, been so technically, yeah. you know, savvy oh, with going man, after Oh, I the remember knee.
0: that when I think Rhea Ripley's going for that big boot outside the ring and then uh man, Charlotte grabbed grabbed her leg and kind of bounced it off the rope on the top rope. Yeah. Oh my god, that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Because so I got the was, match yeah, on, so that just caught me off guard, but that was so violent yeah. looking. Even with the volleyball. It, it,
1: it was it was there was a lot. It was it was a vicious, brutal matchup with no weapons used, man. It was just the two of them just tearing each other apart. In the end, the figure eight did get locked yeah. in and immediately I was like, Well, <laughs> that's it. There's no way, you know, there's <laughs> no way after all of that the Rhea ripley is gonna get out of this, and sure enough she didn't. She didn't. And she tapped. And I, I wasn't. I wasn't mad at it. You know, Even it was man. one of those matches where you know this was so opposite of how I felt about uh, the Becky
0: and Shayna matchup because like, the story the was told right, wanted... man. Yeah, that's all it is. If, if it's yeah. booked right, it's it will work. Like okay, I I I probably could see why people were pissed off that Rhea Ripley didn't go over because they kind of misunderstood. The storytelling of this match, if you pay attention, man, it it made sense why she went over, man.
1: Yeah, it, it it definitely made sense to me why she went over. And I feel like I, okay, so I can understand why people are upset because it seems like Charlotte has, you know, has done it all. And like, this is just another win for her, whereas Rhea Ripley is just kind of getting started, it feels like, for a lot of people. And so she would benefit hugely from getting this win. So I get that from a real Ripley's fan standpoint for wanting her to get the win at the same time, I feel like, you know, this matchup for me, I didn't feel like there was a loser. I honestly didn't. Nah. I felt like both of them won because they put on a great match. Yep. That I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I felt like this was the best match of the entire show. It was. That both night one, night two. This was this was my match of the. This stole the show. Yep. This stole the whole show. It could have been the main event. And the whole thing. I would have been happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for for me, you know, these two again. Both they both won. Uh, Rhea Ripley. She gained a lot of respect. You know, from I would feel that from the fans. You see her. You see how she fought. You know, through the pain, through the agony, like, she sold it so well, yeah, screaming, man. like you said, you know, damn knee, stupid
0: knee, <laughs> like, fighting and, and clawing and yes, scratching. You heard her in pain, like, just, you know, when she did the drop kick, she followed her knee, she'd be like, ah! Like, yeah. really selling that she's in pain. Yeah.
1: yeah. Just heart of a champion. I felt like even in a loss, she looked like a million bucks. And in victory, Charlotte definitely looked like a million bucks. And this established a rival now,
0: too. Oh, yeah. This That's established a rival. This is, this is what, like, this is the reason why Rhea Ripley lost. So she can establish a rival that she needs right now in NXT. And, goddammit, we got one. Yeah. I mean, I, I look... This matchup, like I said, it could it could have been
1: the main event for me. It could be a future main event for another WrestleMania in the future. It has the feeling of a huge rivalry, i.e., I, uh, Rock, Austin, Orton, Cena, Charlotte, Rhea. Like I, I just it it just feels right, you know. And and you know, I, I remember just kind of uh, again, you know, talking to my brothers about this. Like, saying, like, man, male or female, I feel like this right here is one of my favorite WrestleMania matches. Even with no crowd, I just I felt so just excited and happy about this matchup Mm -hmm. and just so into it. Like, I just got lost in it. I I did not think about the atmosphere. I just focused in on the match and just enjoyed this so much. Like, it it really does stand up there for me as one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, if you get lost in it, man, that just
0: shows you how good it was. With no crowd. And you forgot about no the crowd problem. was there. Yeah, <laughs> yep. just
1: enjoyed it for what, what. Like, it was. Like, it was it was truly an epic, epic matchup. You know, five, six stars, however many stars, man. Just add another one because, you know, this definitely deserved it, man. Shout out to both of these women for putting on a hell of a performance. Definitely matched the whole show for me.
0: Hell yeah, man. Shout out to Rhea Ripley and shout out to the queen. Charlotte, you know, she... Pfft a notch on her belt man 11 time champion now okay she's about to run the show and see what she can do about this whole aw thing that's trying to take over
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) now i guess one thing that needs to be addressed for for nxt when it comes to charlotte and the the title reigns is she she's a two-time champion in nxt so wouldn't that make her a 12-time champion if they're going to add if they're going to count this as one of her title reigns wouldn't this make her a 12 time champion
0: so did they not include the original NXT I mean I the the I, first time as a title reign
1: I don't think I think the first one I think was the Divas Championship reign I
0: don't think they, they counted, counted that the
1: or did they I think they did okay. I think they counted the Divas one but I feel like they're counting the Divas one as the first one where she was NXT champion as well She was so, so
0: they're not counting I, the first time she had the title I then. don't think they're counting... because at that time it was seen
1: as developmental and now yeah. it's seen as like this is the third brand, so I don't know. That'll be interesting to see yeah. if they. She says she'll be defending
0: her across all brands too.
1: Hey, well, we'll we'll, we'll hey, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, I, I guess I would prefer to see her just NXT. on NXT yeah. versus on all brands. But I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense too because Charlotte, like Vince, isn't going to give her up, you know, and just have her just wow. be on NXT. <laughs> but that would—I just feel like that would have been amazing too to just see her on NXT and have them have that much respect. For you know the NXT brand on a whole to have Charlotte there now, um, yeah. But it'll it'll be fun either way, man. But yeah, just this match is amazing, man. I can't I can go on and on about it, but it was it was just amazing, amazing matchup. One of the one of my favorites ever.
0: Yeah, man. Same here. Nothing more to add to that. Like I just can't wait for the endless bouts that we could have, and especially in the NXT women's division.
1: Yeah. Yeah, man, it, it's gonna be fun to watch, man. More to come, like you said. Wednesday on NXT, is gonna be real interesting to see who wins that and who's next up to face the Queen. But yeah, Rhea Ripley, Charlotte, thank you, round oh, applause. Thank you so much. You know, you both did, did an amazing job. All right, so let, let's let's uh, see what followed this uh, matchup. Of, like hard hard act to follow, man. Oh yeah, you know this epic matchup to Alistair Black we all and anticipating
2: for <laughs>
1: oh man! I mean, you talk about a matchup that had a lot of story, just perfect build up <laughs> to it. To a matchup then that had zero story, zero build up, just terribly put together. Oh, man, bro, polar opposite. Yeah.
0: They even have my ref in there. He was in the in the match before with Charlotte and Rhea, yeah. which was cool. Yeah, but I, yeah. I prefer to have him in this match. You know, it would have yeah, been man. nice.
1: Dude, I just I didn't care just, though. Why did we have this match again?
0: Know. The show off, Bobby Lashley, new pants.
1: Yeah, he had he had long pants. Okay, cool, fine. Yeah, it's just I don't even know. Like in terms of a breakdown, what's the breakdown? Like Lana told Bobby to hit a spear yep. instead of finishing the the match with a dominator.
2: Yep. He said, dropped yeah, Alice right, like right. a
0: dummy and blew a kiss to Lana. <laughs> he went for the spear and got immediately black masked. Got his head kicked off yes. his body
1: and just, just, that was it. Yep. That was it. One, two, three. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, man. What? Maybe
0: they're getting this ready to just... end this, man. Then Bobby and Lana. They are. I think they're are. teasing. Because post- I think Leo's show... coming back, by the way. Wait, who's coming back? Leo Rush. He's manager. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I, you know, I follow his Instagram, man. He's been posting a lot of him and Bobby lately.
1: I don't want yeah. that. I, I really don't want that because I feel like Leo was better on NXT by himself. Mm-hmm. You know, fighting for the Cruiserweight Championship. That that's been great. If you put him back with Bobby and he's almost a heel again, and then you know the way they were treating him, like he couldn't wrestle, he was essentially like treated like a little kid against Elias, and Elias was dominating him yeah. like that. That just doesn't feel right. I, don't I hope that doesn't happen. Man, that's him. Maybe they're gonna do a but second the Breakup time. is definitely happening. So I don't <laughs> know if you caught this, but on <laughs> WWE.com, they showed the uh, the post match oh, interview. Yep. Oh yep. man, that was that was that was actually great. That was yeah. the best part of this whole thing for me. <laughs> yeah, so uh basically in this post show we had uh, Bobby Lashley, he's back there and he's getting interviewed by Kayla, and Kayla asked him what happened at the end of the match and and uh Bobby goes, Well, I think I need a new manager or maybe a new wife. And then, yeah, at that point, Lana shows up, and uh, she's just like, "Hey, so you know what's going on, guys?" And Bobby just kind of walked off, just like <laughs> nothing, just didn't say anything, just walked right. away. And yeah, Lana saying, "You know what did you do to my husband, Nicola?" But you know, <laughs> we all know that basically, right? Bobby had enough; he's he's done. Hey,
0: your time has come. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I mean, I guess yeah. just to give it some more analysis, like where do you think both Alistair and, and Bobby go from here? Like wh- what do you think the future holds for those two?
0: Well, as I was saying about Bobby Lashley, like I think they might just bring that whole Leo Rush back manager because as what you said before in that backstage se- segment, he said either a new manager or a new wife. So, uh, maybe you both things will happen. Like he'll, they'll drop the whole line of story. You know, he'll divorce her, and then he'll get a new manager. And I know you don't want Leo, but it, it could happen. I was okay with it before. It got a little bit annoying, but maybe they can improve with it now. I think. Yeah, just- uh, but.
1: I just real quick on Leo. I just yeah. the only the only reason why I wouldn't want Leo Rush to be his manager again is I think he's made a lot of progress as a singles competitor well, yeah, on NXT for the cruiserweight title. So I think it's a step back for him to just be relegated as a manager, especially if they're gonna do him like they did him last time with yeah. him being. If they you do
0: know, it better now, like respect. he's just now he's, he's a wrestler slash manager now. Yeah, yeah. So he's just as active as you know if he was was he was in NXT. That'd be cool. I, I, that's what I would hope for. But I think it's him fighting for the cruiserweight title. That seems to be
1: his spot. Like that needs that 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 just seems right for him. Um, you know, I I could see him doing more than that, but I feel like I don't trust that with with um, you know him being on on Raw or SmackDown wherever Bobby would end up. You know, if they pair him together, I just don't I don't know that yeah. I trust that yet. But I mean. You know we'll see. You know we'll see overall. But um, and then what about Alistair? What do you think about Alistair's? Alistair, uh,
0: man, I don't know what they're gonna do and they show, and they don't know what to do with Alistair yet. They give him Jabberack after Jabberack. I think the closest story he had was to AJ Styles, which I thought maybe that would just carry all the way to WrestleMania. But Undertaker ended up interjecting with that, so whatever, whatever. But for for Alistair, man, his future, I don't know, man. It's it seemed like they don't have anything planned yet for him. Not anything remotely. You know, he might have a, a, a rival with Seth. I don't see any. I don't see these two colliding at all anytime soon.
1: Yeah, I, I'm still going to hold to it. I feel like my favorite right now to win the Royal Rumble is like Oster Black. I'm still going to hold on to that. Just because I feel like... Hey, man, he predicted
0: Drew last year.
1: Yeah. They, <laughs> hey, man, they just keep, you know putting him, you're trying to build him, and he keeps winning, and it it has to pay off at some point, and I feel like that would be, you know, an amazing payoff for all of this, if Aleister Black wins the Rumble and fights for the championship at next year's WrestleMania. I think that would be amazing. Um, It could happen sooner than that. You know, they could do something with with Aleister at SummerSlam, uh, potentially, because he just keeps... Keeps winning, who like he keep...
0: go against though, man? Like who's, who's the heel and Roman go against?
1: Andrade maybe for the United States Championship. That, yeah, that actually, I'm cool. not opposed to that. Right. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. They
0: went, they went at each other for the NXT Championship. NXT, they had a hell maybe, of a match, I remember
1: that. They did, they did. That would be awesome. That would actually be really awesome if you're going to do something at Summerslam. That makes a lot of sense.
0: There we go. We just worked it out right there. Yeah. wow! I love that idea. <laughs> I, I love that. I think that
1: that makes a whole lot of sense for Alistair. I think, um, you know, you, you just have to pay it off. To your point, you know, with him going against these jobbers, it's like it just feels kind of like they don't know what to do. But it, one one match, one one win, one huge win can change everything and really make you say, like, okay, this is why they did this. This yeah. feels like it was worth it. Um, which we'll get into with with um, you know what happened at, at later on in the show, but um, yeah, man, I just feel like you know with uh, with uh, Alistair, you know, either what you just said right now with uh, going against Andrade for the United States Championship, that would be amazing, or and or you know because maybe both happen that he wins the Royal Rumble, you know, as well and goes on to main event
0: WrestleMania, man, that would be that would be epic, that'd be so epic. Bad. see seeing you know, main event WrestleMania. That'd be there yeah. You said that'd be quite epic. That would be an epic sight to see. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, and just to, to revisit to a little bit of the timing, I I hate to double back too much in, in uh you know to, to talk about some of these matches, but the Charlotte Flair Rear Ripley matchup went twenty minutes, by the way, just to just to give you kind of a a wow. comparison there too with the I felt Becky like thirty Lynch. minutes, but I didn't get yeah. it. Dude, I it, I didn't feel it. It was it was great. I actually watched that match a couple times since then too just cuz it was so good. I just I wanted to really be able to take in some of the nuances of what they were doing. But yeah, man, 20 minutes for that one and again it was what was it 8 minutes and 30 seconds for yeah, Becky yeah. and Shayna like that yeah, just yeah. that still blows my mind, but you know just to kind of give you a little bit more of a of a, a you know overall look at what what they were doing timing wise with some of these matches and and for fairness to Alister Black Bobby Lashley that one only went seven seven minutes and twenty seconds that made sense to, yeah, to be, be that short
0: I kind of I kind of felt it was going to be brief
1: yeah yeah um, this matchup could have went twenty minutes and I would have been okay with <laughs> yep. it because there was a lot going on here man um, and just what what a story well told I, I feel we got overall. what we wanted. Dude, we yeah. actually
0: got what we wanted.
1: <laughs> Man, Otis versus Dolph Ziggler, uh, Sony Deville in in Dolph's corner, and yeah, the I guess just for context too. So on SmackDown, um, the the curtain got pulled on the on the shenanigans that were that were getting done behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, that messed up Mandy Rose's and Otis's uh, Valentine's Day date. Some super so,
0: hacker we have, oh, yeah. Man. Which
1: I wonder who could it be? It's Ali. That's Ali. That's Ali. Come on, worst ever. That's the worst surprise ever. It's <laughs> Ali. We right, know what it's gonna be. Him. Uh, but fine. I mean, it's hey. I, I'm it's, having. It's something, man. You gotta yes.
0: care. I, I guess he'll be some type of you know vision landing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Hey, that works, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm with yeah. it. I'm totally got, with like, it. Like this
0: epic music in the background for this <laughs> Otis promo when it was showing the, you know, the the video. Yeah, the exclusive video. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, man, we we saw it. We saw you know Sonya Deville and 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 Dolph Ziggler uh, scheming in the back, you know. And it was Sonya Deville who sent the text to Otis that basically caused Otis to be late to the date, and then Dolph Ziggler took advantage of that had the date with uh, with Mandy, and yeah, the rest was history, and that all got revealed. Uh, at that time, Mandy Rose was just upset, and she walked away, and she didn't contact either one of them, either Dolph or Sonya Neville since then. They both mm-hmm. hadn't talked to, to her, and that led into this matchup where, you know, we had Otis versus Dolph. Sonya was out there. Um, you know, it, it was... It Was a solid, you know, good matchup. I was rooting for Otis. Obviously, we're both rooting for Otis. Word. And then, you know, just to cut to the ending, basically, you have Mandy Rose show up, and yes. it, it was beautiful. Man. Like just from that <laughs> point on, I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is happening."
2: Yep. Mandy Rose
1: <laughs> slaps Sonia Deville. I'm like,
2: yes, perfect. Hey,
1: Gets yes. in the ring. Low blows, Dolph Ziggler.
2: Yep. Yes. He's like, you're ruining everything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: Dude, it was great. Um, we, we had the Caterpillar from Otis right after the low blow. Otis gets the victory, one, two, yep. three. Mandy's in the ring. They're both standing there, and then Otis picks up Mandy Rose, holds her in his arms, and then these are a big old kiss. and yes, they just, lock lips. Hey, it happened. Oh, and it Otis happened. gets was, the girl, was man.
0: Oh, Dude, yeah. It was but you great. know what? If, if that was in front of a crowd, I guarantee people would have been crying, man. Guarantee, <laughs> it would have been something similar to like you know, you no, know, that's pure epic though. But like Macho Man and Elizabeth when they when he proposed to her and she said yes, and people start crying and all of that. Yeah, you know, I think people would have got caught up the emotion, and you would have saw some tears. Man, he finally got his girl. Finally got yeah. Mandy Rose.
1: You know, I, I I would say for me, like it, I was rooting for him, and I, I was really happy for for seeing him, you know, get the girl. I was so happy for that. Um, gosh, that's tough to say that it's on that level with uh, Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth because that's such a high high bar.
0: But I mean, I, I can't really argue with like, that with too much. Though. This, this was can't. like long term story building, actually yeah. paying off, which is very rare yeah. in WWE, man. Yeah. People was bought into this. People was like, drop Bob, drop the Bobby Alana, give me Otis and Mandy.
1: Yeah, yeah, I could, I could, I could see it. I could see it. I mean, you know, I, I would definitely agree that you know you would have some people because man. WWE fans, like you see some that are so dedicated. Like when uh, Brock Lesnar beat Undertaker, and you got that one guy in the crowd just <laughs> his eyes eye. popping out of his head. <laughs> like, everybody knows that shot. Or the yeah. angry uh, Miz oh, girl that saw Miz beat Death's Randy Orton. And she was giving him death stare. Like, so, yeah. I, I, I don't I don't doubt that you would have fans there that would have been so caught up in it that, you know, the, the emotions would have been there for sure. Um, but yeah, man, just... I was so happy for Otis. I was just, I was pulling for him. He wanted, he he won the match. He won the girl. Um, just, just awesome, awesome. So I'm happy sure for him. He for had a great to
0: celebration store.
1: too. Yeah, man. It, it's, <laughs> I, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I'm just beyond happy that the story ended the way it did man like yeah. i think it was great it would have been the the one extra you know we talked about it if it would have been for the smackdown tag team championships I know. that would have been like something a little bit extra but i'm not mad at it though man just the way that it was it was it was so so fulfilling so satisfying A thing to see otis and manny together just yeah man it's great it's great man. See
0: where this goes through man because they do have like you can sense the chemistry these two have as well it, it feel like it's natural yeah
1: yeah, man, just, just awesome. Just awesome. Man. And shout out to to um you know WWE for going with this storyline, listening to the crowd, and just like, you know, turning Mandy face when she was in the midst of a, a heel run essentially and not having, you know, Mandy be this person who was manipulating Otis, but actually like having that, that affection for Otis, like going that way with the storyline. Yeah. I felt like it could have easily been the other way. But I the, remember this, that
0: you, you thought actually last week when we was going to make predictions, you were saying like you, you think they're getting ready to drop Mandy because it felt like she, you know, she was distancing herself from that.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. There was that chance for sure that they she may not have even have, have been, you know, in this situ- position to to. Mm-hmm choose like maybe she just wants to not be around either one of them after all of this and you know not be the prize that they're fighting over Um but yeah man it, it was just so satisfying the way that they did the story man I, I was two thumbs up for me man this
0: was great this was great oh hell yeah I, I enjoyed the story put a big old smile on my face from ear to ear I'm so happy for Otis I even got a kick out on when he was uh, carrying Manny Rose out before right before they went to break he was like oh so pretty <laughs>
2: yeah man. I was like oh, you gotta
0: love Otis character man <laughs> it was awesome it was awesome
1: alright man well speaking of an emotion this was an emotional match up in and of itself as well uh, we had the last man standing match Randy Orton versus Edge uh, this match up here I mean again in terms of story this one I think had the best build going into Wrestlemania yeah. um, you know of all the matches there this one this and the, the Charlotte-Rhea uh, match were the two that I was the most excited for. Um, for me, I felt like one of the criticisms that I've heard about this matchup is that it went long. I'm just going to get right to it because I know that that's out there. Um, yeah, let's break that down, man. The total time we have here is 36 minutes and 35 seconds for the match. So, from my perspective, the way I look at that is this. This, this rivalry was so personal. It was so, like, you know... I mean, first of all, it's Edge coming back, you know, after nine years. And this is his first true, like, return match. He was in the Rumble, but now he's having a match. So you're going to give him that time. Also, too, because of the way the store was built, you know, you you had Randy, you know, try to take out Edge. You know, then he RKO'd, you know, the hell out of Matt Hardy and destroyed Matt Hardy twice, you know, on Steel Mm -hmm. Steps. And then, you know, he took out um, uh, Beth Phoenix, his wife, you know, after or right before right before that, though, he had name dropped his two kids and saying that he loves his kids and, and Edge more than, than Beth Phoenix does. And, you know, then, yeah, RKO'd her and, and attacked, put his hands on Edge's wife. So at that point, then Edge, you know, it, it's over. Edge was actually thinking about retiring again, but he said, no, you actually brought me back. Now yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I have a new purpose now, really, you know, because of what you did. So I think with all that going on, the, the idea with this match was to let these two guys just have it out, have it out, and let the match breathe and let them take their time just destroying each other. For me, the matchup was uncomfortable to watch. Um, it felt very much like it was two friends who they they were having a hard time at times doing what they were doing to each other and f- still feeling emotions oh, like yeah. this is my brother, but he pissed me off and I'm gonna I'm gonna put him down. Both of them kind of mm-hmm. kind of have that, you know. With with Randy, it's kind of like you know. You should have stayed retired and, you know, you're addicted to being this character. Adam Copeland we, is addicted right. to being Edge, edge. Yes. and I need to do this for for your own for your own benefit. You know, I'm, I'm helping you by doing this, you know, so that's Edge and then and that's Randy. And then Edge is like, you know, no, you're 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 full of it. You know, you put your hands on my wife, you're done. I'm going to finish you. Like, that's it. And you you were a person that I cared about, but now, you know, you, you cross the line that you can't come back from. Um, and all throughout, man, like every time they would, they would, you know, do a move where they would get the count, you could feel like sometimes they wouldn't even want the ref to count or, you know, they, they want to inflict more damage. Like towards the end, you know, I mean, not to jump, I, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and jump all the way to the end of this thing. Um, You had uh, Edge put Randy to sleep and could have been over, you know, and the ref starts counting and then Edge goes, don't you effing count. Like he's not done. (laughs) Don't you effing count. I'm like, wow, that was powerful. You know, and, and you got the chairs up there because Randy had brought the chairs up there. And, you know, he's, he's, he's in tears. Like he is crying. He's and yeah, shout out. Oh, to I, I edge love that ending. I is, love that ending. Oh my God. His performance there, man, the acting yeah. lessons and all the, the oh, movie yeah. roles he's done has really
0: paid off. Because, quivering all yeah. getting teary eyed, misty eyed. I'm like, Oh my
1: God, bro. It it felt <laughs> genuine, man. I was like, wow. Like shout out to you edge for, for that performance and you know he composed himself. Mm-hmm. He picked up that chair, took a couple deep breaths, and took him out. He took him out. He took out Randy Orton, hit the concerto, and got the got the ten count, and and won the matchup. But all throughout the matchup, I just I I felt this like uncomfortable, you know, feeling of like, oh, God, they're really punishing each other, mm-hmm. and how far are they gonna go? And you know, is Edge gonna, you know. Do a move the wrong way, or get caught the wrong way, and injured get injured again. You know, yeah. like I can only imagine what Beth Phoenix was feeling because I saw the documentary that they did on. Oh,
0: Edge. me too, me too.
1: Yeah, and and she was not happy with the spear oh, no. that he hit Elias with. She didn't know that, that was, he was ad lib. Yes, <laughs> he just was feeling the crowd, and he said, "You know what? You know, so I, I gotta know gotta what they want to me the to crowd. do." Right, and he gave in, and he was like, oh, she's not going to be happy about this. Look at her, she's pissed. And she's like, I'll, I'll tell you how unhappy I am off
0: camera. And I was like, oh, okay. He's yeah, about and to I'm married. It. That's never a good sign, fellas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. He so, did hear an earful about that, eye, I assure you. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> So you know, I, I can only imagine what what she was thinking. You know, this is that part is is totally real. Like, yes, there you know, this is a, a show. This is a story, but Edge really did have his career end because of his neck injury. And you know, every time he goes out there now, there's that threat that it could potentially happen again.
0: Yeah. And he kept selling the neck, and Randy
1: kept hitting the neck,
0: and yeah. he kept throwing throwing on a barricade. It was actually one spot it was in the weight room. He started strangling him. Yeah, I was like, oh my. God, this, 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 <laughs> this, this, this is going too far, it's man. This getting a little
1: bit much now, Randy. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. that first uh, time where Randy attacked him and then he put the chair around Edge's neck, we both were like, okay, this is this is too much. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I don't even want to see that. Yeah. Like, don't and then he, even try and then he
0: sat on the top of the rope. On, I think yeah. he was on the second top. Yep. And he was just getting, I'm like, oh. Don't do it. All right, now you, this is going to be way too far. <laughs> yeah, like for me, I am uncomfortable. I right. do not like how I'm feeling right
1: now. Just don't do this spot. I don't even want it because, it, you know, the, the one thing goes wrong or, or, you know, moves the wrong way and boom, yeah. like, that's it. That's just done. So, yeah, man, I, I thought even though, like, you know, you could make a case for it being a little bit shorter and I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. You know what? A bit of time, that but, wasn't
0: my issue. I okay. felt. I felt, yeah, it was long, but if it was going to be long, it needed more dialogue. I, mm. I was getting more of this, like, in the, you know, because I, I looked at this as three parts. First part, in the beginning, was start off fast, when, you know, Randy Orton was disguised as a cameraman, you know, when Ed was just waiting for Randy to come out to his music, and, you know, his music hit, nobody coming out. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, RKO, it's like, why the hell? Well, like And you see, like, the reasons why he's dressed in a hoodie and just disc- disc- you know disguised as a cameraman because they showed like another look him holding the camera slowly putting it down and gave Edge <laughs> a hell of a RKO to kick off the match and I was immediately glued by then and then it started lingering on when you know I'm getting more of like Ugh, uh, 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 uh. no like son of a bitch. like you know this this is like this is for Beth this is for Beth you know I could have got I could have got a little bit more of dialogue in that second. I think in the second part of the match, the third was, was I loved it towards the end when we, when they were showing more of uh more of the dialogue start coming in. Uh, I think Randy was like, no, 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 not yet. No, 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 no. I was like, Oh my God, what is this dude about to do? So I, I thought towards the end, they started talking more. I, I believe if we got, if we got more of that spread out, it, it I don't think people would have had an issue with, you know, how long it was. Cause with me, that the the time of it wasn't an issue, it was just what they was doing with that time. That's fair. That's
1: fair. I think I think that's uh, you know, I, I kind of put that a little bit too on the commentary. The the commentary team I felt like just didn't really
0: bring it. He wasn't really it talking and there's a lot of silence. Yeah. 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 That's a good point too. Yeah.
1: I, I think that they could have really helped enhance that. Like um, it's funny. One of the podcasts I listened to as well, they were saying it is one of the few times where they were hoping or, or were, they were missing uh, Michael Cole because Michael Cole just would not shut up during most matches. Oh we no. Just know that about him. So <laughs> here, you know, it would have actually been kind of nice to have Michael be able to fill that dead space. Like he typically does. Um, you know, and and JBL, you know, was was a part of the commentary team, you know, on the on the SmackDown side as well, you know, and it was just like okay, it, having that team, I feel like would have been stronger than you know yeah. Byron and 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 Tom, you know, for for the JBL, but, they know Orton, you know, he knows yeah, him. and they know it, they, they, they both they have for that years, history, so they right. have that history, right, right. Yeah. right. So I just. I agree with that. And I think that, you know, the, the dead air, the dead space, you know, it, it could have been filled a little bit better either by commentary or by the two guys, like having more dialogue. I think that's fair. Um, overall, though, I was just, I guess, just so caught up in it, you know, and just knowing yes. the history that I was just like, wow. I, I, it, that silence, I think, made it more uncomfortable. And I think that that was part of the point, too, that, you know, we shouldn't be, because even at the end when Edge won, it, I didn't feel like Edge One. I felt like it was just sad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. like he because even at the yeah. end too, like he goes, he he's not celebrating. He doesn't put his hands up in the air. He nah. goes, he bends down. He's and, concerned and grabs, about Randy. He was concerned. He went to Randy and like grabbed his head. You know, just like looking at him, like you know, I don't even know. Can't even imagine what he was saying or anything like that. But he's kind of like he, he had to put his his friend down basically you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's almost like a you know rick flair triple h you know like i gotta put you down or Shawn michaels Ric flair where that, it's like that's exactly i'm sorry i love you us, you know yep because even Randy was
0: trying to do that man even right before he got hit uh with edge he was saying like it's it's he had him on the on the ground on his head or on top of the trailer he was saying "Tell telling him it's almost over it's almost over yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'll send you home. I was like, oh man, that's that's <laughs> creepy, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man.
1: Yeah, man. It, it was it was I, I enjoyed the matchup. You know, it, it it were there again, it could it have been shorter, sure. I like what you were saying about more dialogue or just filling that space a little I thought, better. I
0: think that's all it was, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could see that. I I, I would but I you know it's action throughout it. the whole it's not like they wasn't like Lily Gagling playing with their thumbs. It was just right there you was actually right sure. right how often can you just hear like uh, 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 and then you know no comment no commentary on, on that on that end too
1: yeah yeah some crazy you know spots man uh edge oh, off the yeah. top onto a table um randy with the sled trying to take edge's head off you know um gosh there was just so many things randy hitting edge with the camera um you know, it was just so much, man. It was, it was, it was a fun match. Yeah. The spear on the top of the the truck on the trailer, uh, followed up by an RKO on the top of the trailer. um How
0: many RKO's did Edge get hit with? It seemed like he got hit with like within the first five minutes. Two. There was two. Yeah, right. there was two in the beginning, and, and that then, second one was nice too. When Edge was trying to recover, he's swinging and he missing and. Randy yeah. just hit him with another RKO <laughs> yeah. he just clapped his hands
1: like I'm yep. done yep. So I was like oh yep. wow. Said, wow this might be over <laughs> <laughs> like I told you I told you he's just looking at him I'm like oh my god yeah man it, it was great it was yeah. good I enjoyed it I enjoyed this a lot
0: yeah man same here like I, I enjoyed the match to me I just thought you know in, in, in between like the middle other match it could just been more dialogue for me but other than that i enjoyed the the physical of it the violence of it was was like you said uncomfortable at times man
1: yeah man all right let's move through this a little bit uh here with uh, the raw tag team championship matchup uh we had the street profits versus angel garza and austin theory with selena vega um Short match. This match went up uh, six minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, they just breezed through it, and it felt like it was over before you knew it. Yep. Um, but it was I, the, more for somebody else, though. It was more for somebody else. They were really just trying to get to it. Yep. The <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I wish that, you know, for their first um, – I mean, this is everybody's first uh, mania in, it this, was. in this matchup. Um, you know, but I thought their Street Profits looked good. I felt like Austin Theory, they're still not – we still haven't seen him – kind of break out and kind of showcase you know any big moves or like
0: things that Me he too, can do. Man. I was yeah. just surprised how vanilla he's been since yeah. <laughs> like since he's joined. Bro, you 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 know you go all out at NXT you come right. here you just
1: any generic wrestler. I'm telling you. And what's funny about that? I, I keep making the comparison yeah, you said it. to Cena <laughs> when he first showed up this yeah. feels like that. Like yeah. he had a, a, an opportunity And he he, right now, it feels like he's just not capitalizing on it. He just feels like you said, very vanilla, man. That's a perfect way to put that. Um, So hopefully, you know, he can he can find a way, man, because this is this is an opportunity. But, you know, it's there's there's so many people that, you know, could could fill that spot that Vince could say, hey, well, it didn't work out with this guy. So, you know, done with him. Let's move on to the next. Um, but I, I don't know, I, I believe in awesome Theory, I think that this guy really has a lot of talent, so hopefully he gets his, he he, he showcases it. he finds a way, he finds his, his niche pretty soon, but um, yeah man, you alluded to it, this this seemed like it was building up to, to something, something else, someone else, and we got that, we got the surprise man. of Bianca Belair, oh, man. the EST now of WWE, so that that's gonna be real interesting, but yeah man, talk about it, what'd you think?
0: I thought it was a great surprise and a great look for Bianca Belair. I think we was just trying to all figure out where Bianca Belair has been for these past few weeks ever since, what was it take over Portland? Yeah. Yeah. So take over Portland where she lost the NXT women's championship against Rhea Ripley. And we have her seen her since. And then out of nowhere, she makes a surprise to help out the street profits. Cause Selena Vega was getting ready to do a super kick on Montez Ford. And, Came in, gave Selena Vega to K- KOD, destroyed her like she was nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Followed up that on Raw as well, yeah. you know, similar thing happened, uh, you know, she she went out there to, you know, back up the Street Profits, then she called Zelina Vega back, you know, said, you know, I'm, along with being the toughest, the the baddest, I'm also the fastest, and if you don't get back here and get in this ring right now, Zelina Vega, I'm going to run back there and snatch you up and bring you back here. so <laughs> I thought that was real cool um she had a matchup and then they they that one also there was a DQ in because you had awesome theory and angel got a couple baseball. of DQs right there was it was I felt like it was one too many DQs Yeah that.
0: just to it, get it, to what we I thought we was going to get in It was the just first. <laughs>
2: exactly
0: <laughs> just
1: instead get of there. it being Zelina versus Bianca they should have just done a, a six person tag match yes. right away just just go straight to that there's no reason to do that that a DQ again, so and it felt like it was going long. There were so many commercial breaks. Um, it was. There was, was a lot. It was a lot, was. but um, you know, it was it was fun though for what it was, and 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 um, Bianca Belair got the win at the end, you know, and they, she looked like a million bucks at, at on Raw at Mania. Um, yeah, she fits I'm telling in perfect.
0: Her and Montez Ford, future WWE power couple, right there, man. Yeah, man, they I have can see it. Lightning chemistry. You yeah. know, given as his wife, but still, you know, when you can yeah. still see that, yep. you know, visually, yep. you, like that's that's a good thing, man. Hundred percent,
1: hundred percent. So yeah, just awesome moment seeing Bianca Belair. Um, I am, I think she fits in perfectly, you know, on that roster. It's, I'm so happy for her to be able to travel uh, more so with her husband. You know, it just makes sense, and I'm very excited to see her help elevate the women's division on, on Raw even more man, so man too. like that's a, that's a that's great a, I get. say that's
0: a good trade off you know Charlotte you know going down to NXT helping things out and then now you got Bianca
1: yeah I mean Charlotte's not going down to NXT she's just well, going not. to the third brand. Well so, yeah yeah you know, that's, that's what equal. I mean yeah yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep, I'm gonna keep correcting that man. A lateral move. getting respect <laughs> on this show it's <laughs> happening right. exactly it's a lateral move <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> sir <laughs> NXT, NXT. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling here. So we had the Fatal Five Way uh, Elimination Match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. We had the champion Bayley defending against Lacey Evans, Naomi, Sasha Banks, and Tamina. Uh, this matchup here, we had Tamina uh, at the beginning being the person they all really focused on. Um, yeah. She was—they—they they made her look strong. I, I'll did. give them that. They—they they they really did. tried to to sell us on the fact that she was a monster. I mean, oh, she yeah. kind of had a <laughs> a Thanos moment a little bit, you know, like they're all just like <laughs> grabbing her, and then she just kind of breaks all of them off. And it was—it was—it was, it was cool, you know, like. Yeah. But I think the inevitable came, and and we got the. The match maybe we we should have had in the beginning, which was a uh, a four way between you know Naomi, Lacey, Bailey, and Sasha. Like that's that's really I guess what this match should have been. Like I don't know. I, I, she I was feel the first like
0: elimination that we predicted right though, and we predicted that. Yeah, to me yeah. it was gone in the I beginning. Like, yeah, I remember you said like WWE don't make this complicated. Cause well, yeah, don't <laughs> overthink to
1: this. Right. <laughs> to me, this should just be gone. It's fine. Um, so yeah, so we had the, 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 four women in there and you know, it was, it was a fun matchup from that point, um, as well. Tamina shout out to her. She did a great job of, yeah. with, with what she did. She did a great job, but, um, yeah, these four, I mean, these were the ones that we're most invested in currently. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a well, well done
0: match. I thought overall. I was actually surprised by how good it was, man. I didn't I think was... the fatal five way it was higher than what I expected Yeah, because my my expectations wasn't that high, if I'm being honest.
1: So I think what helped it was the addition of Sasha. I'll I'll say that that because now we're anticipating. Oh, is this the moment where Sasha Banks and Bailey their friendship implodes and they turn on each other? You know, and just added that extra bit of story that just made it that much more interesting. I think that helped. If she wasn't in there, I think this just feels like just yet another you know, generic SmackDown Women's Championship matchup. But with that extra little added element, it just made such a big difference, man. I I really believe that's what it was.
0: Uh, You know what? I I think that's what you're talking about right there, man. She was that missing ingredient that I think maybe the Fatal Five way uh, was missing was Sasha Banks. Because when she interjected in there, man, it it was nice. man. Even when they had, even before Tamina got uh, eliminated and they had like a little uh, reunited team bad. And they had that little moment. I think they, what they say,
2: uh, unity, unity.
0: <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Chappelle be saying unity. <laughs> it was cool, man. You know, yeah. I'm like, all right. So I, I enjoyed that, man. The chemistry. Yeah. I, I love the,
1: the Bailey, Sasha dynamic towards the end. So Naomi had gotten eliminated next. And then it was Bailey, Sasha and, and, uh, uh, Lacey Evans. And then, um, Bailey caught uh, need Sasha in the head by accident, and then that's where kind of, the rift yep. kind of showcased itself a little bit. Um, I thought Sasha then,
0: overreacted a bit, though. No, she
1: didn't. She I didn't. think she
0: did. She was like, after everything I did, I'm like, yeah. she just needs you accidentally in the head. How? Is, where is this coming from? Where? How are we go zero to ten real quick?
1: Because after like, you're
0: talking about after everything I did.
1: I think. I think it revealed. <laughs> it, it more was revealing. The truth about the, their relationship in this match. I don't think either one of them trusted that they were going to have each other's back all the oh, way yeah, through.
2: Clearly, well, yeah, I think yeah, Sasha oh, was
1: anticipating that happening, and <laughs> Bailey is anticipating that happening to her as well. So I feel like once it happened, it was kind of like I knew it. You know, I knew you were going to turn on me. Kind of situation. That's how I took it.
0: Cool, so was um, it
1: Lacey got that pin on Sasha, but the women's uh, right. Bailey yeah, didn't do anything in back.
0: She just watched.
1: She just watched it. she just kind of you know sat back and let it happen and yeah, that was that was interesting as well um now the, the more shocking the most shocking part about this whole thing, I thought, because I had predicted Lacey was going to win this yeah, matchup. I, I think was Sasha, yeah, yep. and we were both wrong. Because what we didn't predict <laughs> was that even after Sasha and Bailey's rift, that Sasha would come back into the matchup and actually help Bailey still win and retain the championship. Um, that was a shock, man. I, I wasn't expecting that. But you know what? I felt like it was a great choice. I felt like it just, it helps to build that story between Sasha yeah.
0: and Bayley. You more. see it, man. You see yeah. it. They, they, that's what they're heading down, man. We're going to get this riff. Now, the question is, like, how WWE is going to treat this? They're just going to treat it as two, two wrestlers? Like, it doesn't matter heel faces? Or are they going to try to make somebody a heel or face out of it? Or they try to, I make- think
1: Sasha's turning face.
2: I
0: don't think she... Huh? Yeah, I think she's face. I like her face. as a heel, I think though, she's going to be sympathetic. But like She has that... I don't know, man, that, that it factor when she's a heel. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just I I, I kind of feel like she's gonna be the one that you know is betrayed by Bailey. I think they're gonna go that way because you know it. it Sasha is the heel and Bailey as the face. Is typically what it their their oh,
0: reverse it. Man, characters have been
1: right, yeah. but I think they're gonna stick with Bailey as the heel for this story. And I think Sasha is one of those things. Like with a crowd, organically, I think Sasha would become the person that the crowd is rooting for to turn on on Bailey or to 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 see that Bailey didn't have her back and and you know she would just kind of like organically become the face without changing anything about how she's doing things um you know now maybe they do a triple threat and maybe they do something with Lacey where Lacey's still involved and then you know Sasha betrays Bailey mid match or something like that to to take the title maybe they do that but i kind of feel like the stronger matchup for me, the stronger story for me is a Sasha Bailey uh one on one with with just their deteriorating friendship and mm. one of them which I'm gonna say I would prefer Bailey to turn on Sasha and then Sasha gets revenge on Bailey setting up their match potentially, you know, at a SummerSlam, SummerSlam? event.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. What's the next and time? I'm, and I'm gonna say this too, like, cause I've been really hard, and I think we both have not really been sold on on Bailey as as champion. Nah, this matchup, she here, made me
0: a believer here.
1: Th- I was gonna say this this matchup here. I feel like was the first match throughout this title reign where I'm like, she felt like yeah, she made me a believer. She felt like legitimately okay. She's a she's a strong heel champion right now. Like yes. in this moment, it, I felt that. I enjoyed seeing her as champion. And I feel like, okay, it, she, she felt it legitimized in, she in this matchup.
0: Like I told everybody here, everybody yeah. around here. <laughs> yeah. Look at that, Paige. See what I did, Paige. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Yeah, post-match, too, she had something, uh, some words for Paige, too, there as well. Someone get Paige on a Titan Tron and tell her I just won this match. Maybe she wants <laughs> to add something else. Maybe she'll add you, Kayla. Why don't you get in there? Just to let you know I would have whooped you, too, if you'd have been there. that <laughs> so, I was like, all right, Bailey. Like, I, I, I enjoyed Bailey in this matchup, man. I think she did a great job. And, yeah, it, it was it was awesome. It was awesome to see her do work. So I just want to give credit where credit's due. Bailey did an awesome job. You know, that, that's... that's this was one of the best matches at WrestleMania overall. Yeah. I think Bailey did a heck of a job. I think Sasha did a heck of a job. I think everybody down to yeah, yeah, Tamina. Yeah. I
0: was pleasantly Ooh. surprised by this match. Like, yeah. even though Tamina was the first one to get eliminated, she got eliminated mm-hmm. in, a, in a strong way. In a strong every, way. Right. Everybody yeah. got on her. You know, it was, it yeah. was 4v1 at that time now. So, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. still, everybody had a, a good show. Even Naomi, too. So, everybody, man. It was it was a good pleasantly Surprise match. Yeah, and
1: I mean the scenario that we have right now is kind of interesting. So three of the four horsewomen now are women's champion. Just gotta yeah. throw that out there. Yeah. We got Becky, Bailey, mm-hmm. and Charlotte all with championships right now. The the odd woman out right now is, is Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. but I think her time is coming. But yeah, man, it, it's it's pretty cool to see those you know three of the four get. That kind of kind of shine, and Sasha's still, you know, backing up her friends, So really, all of them are, are winners in the situation. Um, so yeah, man, it, it, it's great and well deserved for for all women involved. Um, we I mean, I would argue that fortunately with Becky, like her matchup was the least, um, you know, successful yeah, overall out of the four. Uh, out of the four, yeah. yeah but you know, it's still cool to be able to say that you know the, those three women are holding gold and the four horsemen are prominently at the top of the women's divisions of their respective women's divisions. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I'll lead
0: in their women's division. I'll give them that.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. We're, we're man. We're at that match. Are we Firefly Funhouse match. We at the movie? Oof. In the, another movie, another movie. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we were talking about the Boneyard match, you know, and I was saying, you know, I just felt like it was fine. Like, it was it was a good matchup, or a good story, a good film. Yeah. But, you know, it's placement in the card, and I wasn't really, you know, feeling what it, you know, what it was doing for The Undertaker in terms of making him, like, the main event of that first night. So, cut to Firefly Funhouse, and... I knew, like, okay, this is definitely going to be a movie. If that was a movie, <laughs> heck, you yeah, know, Firefly Funhouse is about to be a damn movie. So, yeah. already accepting that fact. Then John Cena came out in the ring. I'm like, well, he's coming out in the, in, the, in the ring? No way. You cannot do this as a regular matchup, man. Like, I, I would reject that at that point. <laughs> um, and then, you know, he's doing his entrance. And it was odd to me in the beginning because there was no commentary. No one was yeah, saying man. anything yep. during his intro. I'm like all right that that's the first sign like this is going to be a movie and sure enough the Firefly Funhouse music cuts into his intro and so we go right to it and um you know I'm just going to go ahead and, and and preface all of this by saying I think that this segment here the Firefly Funhouse was genius I thought that this right here the way it broke down John Cena Wrestling, Vince McMahon. I was I was blown away just by the stories that they were telling and how they were willing to poke at Cena, how they were you know poking at Vince, you know, yeah. like and, and to think this is pre recorded and I'm sure Vince had to have watched this, seen it, and then gave it a thumbs up. Oh hell yeah. hell yeah. Hell I, yeah. I, I was shocked. I was shocked by it. So there's so many things to this. You had Cena going they went basically through This is Cena's this is career. your life.
0: That's what it was. Yeah. It was a parody you know, of this is your life. They yeah,
1: they they, they started off, you know, with, with basically, you know, the ruthless aggression Cena, you know, <laughs> in that moment with Kurt Angle where Kurt, you know, is is saying he's gonna give anybody an opportunity to show, you know, like if they think that they can hang with him, blah blah blah. Here comes John Cena, and John Cena was wearing the same tights that he was wearing back then, (laughs) back in the day, which was hilarious to see. And, hey, man, he's he's still in great shape. Right, he can still pull
0: that off if he wants to, man.
2: He
1: he did. did. I mean, you know, I I prefer the shorts and the the jersey like that. That's cool. But, yeah, man, just he he looked the same. It was crazy. He did. So, you know, he, he goes out there, and he's like, you know, you know, uh, Bray Wyatt's like, "What makes you think you can hang with guys like me?" And John Cena says, "Ruthless aggression." But when he goes for the slap, he misses, and Bray Wyatt's <laughs> like, "Man." I'm- I wonder how anyone thought that this would ever work. <laughs> so, <laughs> John Cena keeps trying to swing at Bray Wyatt. He keeps missing. And then Bray Wyatt oh. goes, you can look, but you can't touch. Oh, I was like, whoa. God. I lost it, bro. Nikki Bella reference. Yes. Okay. This right. Another His failure. <laughs> another failure. Yep. Yep. He made reference in two ways. It was a failure. One, the, the failed relationship, definitely. But also, too, John Cena alluded to this in the Ruthless Aggression documentary, the episode that focused on him that that whole section of his career was a failure you know he he didn't make the most of that opportunity it started out hot and then it went nowhere and he was almost fired and bray wyatt mentioned that like and i see why you're almost fired like it was it was was right there they they laid that out um so then then what was the next one right after that the saturday
0: night main event
1: oh there we go so saturday night main event (laughs) they cut to that and it's Bray Wyatt as like the muscle man uh, uh, yes. persona that he's had in the Firefly Funhouse before, you know. And he's like old school '80s hyping up, you know. The guy he's about to introduce, <laughs> talking about muscles and all this. And it's my man John Cena. He's introducing, and John Cena comes out there. Yo, Johnny to, Large
0: Meat. That's how he <laughs>
1: introduces him, Johnny oh
2: Large Meat.
1: There you go. There you go. Oh my god. So Johnny Large Meat shows up, which is John Cena. <laughs> and John Cena's got these two dumbbells, and he's pumping away, you know, when he's like so over the top, you know, again, very 80s esque. And, you know, I, I don't even remember, like, the details of what he was saying, but he's basically just, it's all, like, muscles and meat and all this stuff, yeah. right? And even uh, Bray made mention, like, it basically, it doesn't matter about your skills and how talented you yeah. are as long as you have muscles. Muscles. <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, that's such a, a, a parody and a mirror for what it was back then, like. It did not matter about your talent, like the yeah. the Ricky the Dragon steamboats and and uh, the Macho Man's and Ric Flairs and all those guys. It's vicious, yeah. It was fine, right? But to be the top guy, you just had to be really the most muscular, you know. So like Hulk Hogan was was killing around that time. Um, so anyway, they do that, and then Cena just goes, and he's just. He's, like, doing curls and super fast curls. He just yeah, did stop.
0: Non stop. Dude. Get
1: good Bray Wyatt in, looked at, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bray Wyatt looked at him. You know, he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> right. And he just keeps burning. You know, he's just keeps pumping iron. And then he just burns his arms out. And he can't. And then he's, like, scene almost woke up and realized that he's in this kind of dream world. And he's trying to hit Bray Wyatt. But his arms are dead. He literally can't move his arms. Some out of a horror movie, man. It was it was that was
2: yes.
0: that
1: was crazy. Very cougar
0: cougarish right here, man. Yeah,
1: that whole segment, man. I was like, wow, okay. Um, so that was crazy. And then uh, after that, what was it, Thugonomics John Th- Cena? Yes, Thugonomics John Cena. so cut to Thugonomics John Cena and it got the the fist from the old school oh, SmackDown set. Which was crazy <laughs> to see. Yes. That was awesome. Um, then he goes in the ring and he can only speak in rhyme, and you know he figures that out. So he starts cutting rhymes on on Bray Wyatt, but Bray the whole time like he has a very like straight faced, almost emotional reaction to everything yeah. Cena's talking, saying, controlling about
0: the him. script.
1: Hmm. Oh man, say that again.
0: <laughs> I said controlling the script.
2: Hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, hey, man. It, and I love the lines that, that he was saying, too. He was saying, um, you know, you're a bully. Like, you're basically a bully. You're taking all of the, like, the negatives, basically, about a person, and then you're turning them into rhymes and using that to get over. Like, you know, you're the worst type of person. Yeah. Like, But I'm going to give you a chance. burying people to get over. Right. Exactly. He's like, I'm going to give you a chance to do the right thing, though. And so he backs up. And then he just goes back to one of his old catchphrases, you know, and he says, these nuts, and he has a bag of nuts, and he throws them at <laughs> at, uh, at Bray, you know, and uh, you know Bray just kind of looked at, the, looked at the bag and was kind of just still disappointed that he made that choice. Um, and, yeah, man, it was just emotional, and it was like, yeah, Bray's got a point, and he just did such a great job at, at selling that. Um, and then we cut away, and it was... Um, Oh, it was the rocking chair. Old school. Yeah, Bray old Wyatt. school
0: Bray Wyatt, man.
1: Dude, that was cool, Bray man. Wyatt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was really cool. It was cool seeing that. Um, you know, I almost wish we could see more of of that Bray Wyatt, honestly. Like even now, like going forward, it'd be great if if he yeah. would adopt that persona every once in a while again. But it was nice
0: seeing that, man. You know, it telling the story. He was like, you call yourself the man of the people. Then why weren't you listening? I was like, "Oh, oh shit. Yeah, yeah, that was great. That was great. That was He's a like, great that... point right there." Yes, it was. Uh, yes, it was. And they're and it was going true. and they're going back and forth, transitions between you know WrestleMania match six years ago when he had the chair and Bray Wyatt begging John Cena to hit him with it. Yep,
1: yep, yeah. That was. Well, what made that even ring more for me was that I had just seen that matchup again because they had shown. They had shown it on. um, Guys, I think they showed that whole pay per view, that whole WrestleMania again on television. I caught. They did on on Sunday. Yeah, ESPN. Yeah,
0: yeah, like last week. Yeah, so so I
1: saw that, and I was just like, you know, wow, like he's he's so right because you see that crowd and they're chanting, you know, he's got the whole world in his hands, and the crowd, like the entire crowd, was with Bray Wyatt. And it was just so bizarre that they had Cena go over when Bray was clearly the guy that they all wanted. And for <laughs> Bray to bring that up, I was like, "Wow, like that's that's intense, man! That he's 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 putting it out there, you know." Um, so then he hands him the chair, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, like you made the wrong choice. Then, like, you know, here's another chance." And uh, Cena this time swings, swings
0: the, chair. the chair, bro, <laughs> dude.
1: That was crazy. Let me that in. That was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> just wow. And then yeah, he wasn't there. He was he was behind him. And I think uh, now, at what point did he uh, punch? Oh no, that was later on when he was punching uh, Bray Wyatt on the ground. I think that was towards the end, right? Where it turned yeah. out to be the pig.
0: Right, right. That was towards the end when we did the heel John Cena uh, persona. There. Got it.
2: Yep.
1: So so basically, after after the old school Bray and the Cena swing in the chair, it cut to Bray as Bischoff, and he's like, "I love you, I love you," looking at the crowd, and then they're intercutting yeah. that with shots of Bischoff, yes, which you cool, know, doing man. the same thing. Oh, it was perfect. That I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe we're even showing WCW," <laughs> and NXT. like that, that was crazy. And then, um, you know, he's like, I'm going to bring out my main man, my friend, this and that. And, you know, it it was Hulk Hogan. He was talking about Hollywood Hogan that he was talking about at that time. But he brings out John Cena. And John Cena's wearing the NWO shirt. And I was like, oh, my God, the comparison with Cena to Hollywood Hogan, just perfect. And Cena, or, or sorry, Hogan at that time, too, was accused of burying everybody that he oh, was yeah. going against. Yep. You know, and it's like, he's old. Why is he Why is he doing that? He should be putting over the young talent, the new guys. But no, he wanted to be on top longer than he should have been. And so that you can make that comparison with Cena. And it, it was just, I'm telling you, this whole thing just <laughs> had me going like, I can't believe they're saying what they're saying. I can't believe they're showing this. It was
0: deep, man. It was deep. And then they closed it out with the perfect segment by Titus O'Neal looking like, what the hell did I just watch?
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> even before we get to that, because so we have Cena, you know, doing the, the two sweet with Bray. NKH, oh, Bischoff. Perfect, yeah. And then doing the air there guitar was a moment with the, with the title. Yeah. He was doing the whole NWO deal is Hogan. I was like, man, they're flashing shots of Hogan doing the leg drop to different, you know, you know, up and coming guys who just never really got that moment. And then, uh, you know, Cena, though, he kind of takes off the the hat. He like he almost like he has that awareness, like, no, this isn't right. And then he goes after Bray and he he knocks Bray down and then he starts punching Bray. He's punching him. He's punching him. And I think uh, the Vince puppet was like, keep your hands up, which I guess is a thing with Vince where he doesn't like people dropping their hands when they're throwing punches. And at a certain point, too, I think we missed it. But earlier on, too, he made the good shit line.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we did miss was, that. Yeah. 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 I lost, I lost my shit when
1: I heard that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, yeah, the, the John Moxley podcast with Jericho. Dr. John Moxley says, you know, he makes fun of Vince saying good shit about certain things that were just... You know, he didn't like it all, and it was crazy that that even made it into this this whole movie, basically. Um, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, Vince saw this and said this was okay? Yes. Like, does he realize he what's going
0: on? Probably so, got a kick you know, out of that, man. Probably laughing at it. Oh, oh, man. man. <laughs>
1: dude. So then, you know, you have Cena just beating the unholy hell out of out of Bray, yes. you know, and you have uh, the witch and, you know, the, the different characters in the funhouse saying, hey, stop it, dude, stop it, you know, stop hitting him. And then Cena realizes he's been punching Husky the pig, aka Husky Harris, you know, and mm-hmm. just been beating him down, you know, and destroying him. Yes. And also, too, they showed when shots part of, of like, Cena's... Cena's losses to certain people, right? Yes. To CM Punk, they showed that.
0: Yep. Yeah, just
1: all the things maybe that, you know, when the fans were totally against him, you know, if Cena wins, we will
0: riot, you know, all that oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, They were showing Orton, um, too. All these failures, man, his rivalry with Orton. Uh, like you said, CM Punk, they showed The Rock and Reigns. Yeah. And at that point, that's when The Fiend uh, finally appeared. Mm-hmm. So Fiend, fin-
1: you know, showed up behind him, hit him with the mandible claw, um then he did sister abigail he held him there and then you hear the lines that cena said you know he's like i'm gonna do i'm gonna finish what i started six (laughs) years ago and get rid of the most overhyped you know and
0: i forget the rest of the lines there go ahead i think he said over talent something else
1: it was basically that he's just the the most overhyped overused you know guy in, in wwe history yeah and essentially when he said those lines he was making reference to Bray, that he was going to end Bray. But it was genius to me that they cut that <laughs> showing Cena, and it was basically oh, Bray man. calling Cena overhyped, overused, you know, just all this stuff. Basically, just, 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 see, it's Cena that's that guy, that overhyped character. Yes. And then he hits the Sister Abigail, he stands, he he uh, does the pinning uh, Mandible Claw. Then Bray, the Mister Rogers Bray counts the three, the Fiend stands up, you know, and then Cena has disappears. He's, he's gone. He's gone.
0: No man, and that's it. Out of existence, it, man. Dude, it was,
1: <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. I thought, for me, this because of the story it was telling was so deep. I just enjoyed it so much. And while it was happening live, I will say that I, and at the time I'm like, damn, what the hell am I watching? Like, I didn't know what to make of it at first. Yeah. You know, like, this is this is kind of goofy and crazy and uh, weird. But then the references kept hitting. And I'm like, man, this is, I think this is actually genius. This yeah. is just a genius story. I loved story it the first do. time.
0: The second time, I saw it again. I'm seeing even more subtle Easter eggs in there. And I'm, I'm, I, I was just thrilled. This was, like, one of the most smart, ways how you u- utilize cena to put over bray Wyatt, like it's he totally redeemed it i i believe he bray Wyatt was able to redeem himself after that loss you know so-called loss from from bill goldberg now he has a lot of momentum going in people are talking about this man this firefly funhouse match
1: yeah man i, I think um it one one moment can change the perce- perception of a, of a wrestler, of a superstar for sure. Like, you know, after that Goldberg matchup and after the Seth Rollins matchup, like there's been so many times where I've just been like, man, Bray, this character, it just seems like it's, it's, it's dead, it's done, you know. But then, you know, something like this happens, you know, and they, they find a way to just make you like, you know, do something creative that makes you excited about seeing this character again. And um, it was it was great. It was great. You know, in terms of redeeming him completely, like, I feel like it's it's a great step in that direction for sure. I think I was still, I'm still curious to see what Bray looks like going forward. But it definitely grew my interest in that character again. And, you know. It grew I, I my just,
0: interest in Cena too. Like, where, where do we go from it? Is Cena retired? Does he come back as a heel? Does he? There's a lot of possibilities, man. Yeah, man. It, there's so many. There's so
1: many. I feel like with Cena, we probably won't see him for a while. To be honest with you, oh, yeah. I feel like that's just that's inevitable. But um, it, it it was it was just so so. Kudos to him for being willing to 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 do this to put Bray over in this way yeah. to do this whole deconstruct deconstruction of his
0: character and you know to to in a smart just, unique, in a, in a smart unique way. Like. Yes. Way yes. hey, they just broke down John Cena's character, like, oh, you want to talk about overhype? All right, let's look at it from this perception. Yeah, and that was yeah. a hell of a acid trip yeah. right there. Yeah, man, <laughs>
1: dude, it was great. Yeah. it was great. I loved it. I loved it. It was, it was so, so much fun.
0: Hell yeah, man. I, me too. Like, I have nothing bad about this. Not even, knowing any even nitpicks. Cause I just enjoyed this Firefly Funhouse match, especially from from John Cena's side. And I heard he had a lot of input into, into this uh, uh, segment or film. Yeah, man. It was great. It was great. So,
1: yeah. And one more to say, man. Firefly Funhouse, it was a success. You know, no one knew what this was going to be going into it. And, yeah. you know, now that we've seen it, man, it was it was a success. I, I had a lot of fun. Like you said, Titus. They would have to bring reaction. this
0: uh, Firefly Funhouse match, like, for, well, not, they will, would they bring it back?
1: I think it would be cool to to bring it back. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, there's For certain there's a wrestlers couple, though. With certain wrestlers, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. One, one, you know, I think that was mentioned was uh, Undertaker. It'd be interesting to do that with him. Yes. To oh have, my uh, God. To put him in the Firefly Fun
0: Oh, that's a thriller, merging the two universes maybe together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh man. That would be hilarious.
2: Oh man.
1: That would that would be would. hilarious.
0: <laughs> they probably probably do that too. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would those. love that though, man. They want to deconstruct uh Undertaker's character like that. Mm-hmm. Put putting put him under that microscope and man. Yeah. I love that. Overhyped, overvalued, overprivileged.
1: That, those were the the words that he used. Ah. Cena used those words to to describe Bray Wyatt, and then he they played it back over over Cena saying the same thing. It was Cena saying that about Cena essentially yes. the most overhyped, overvalued, overprivileged.
0: Wow, that's crazy. So that so Cena's taking a break after this, but when he comes back, do you expect him to be slightly different because of the thing? Because you look at uh, the characters besides, let's just call Bill Goldberg, you know, it just doesn't count because his character is whatever. Right. You know, who's next? It's just real simplistic. You know, I I guess you've got some some issues, then that's when Bray Wyatt comes in. He can really let go of the demons in your head. Like you look at Seth now, you know, (laughs) he's Mm -hmm. on this Messiah trip. Daniel Bryan's back to his uh, indie days. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: if if John Cena were sticking around for a longer period of time, I'd say, oh, yeah, 100%. We're going to see something different, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know where you go from here with uh, with the Cena aspect of this. I feel like this was a one-time deal, and Cena will be away for a long enough time to where when he does come back, it won't feel weird that he's not showing the effects of what happened. You know, I think if he's gone... Until next Wrestlemania. Yeah, Yeah, he can
0: explain, well, I have time to figure out the demons. And I was able to work through it, yeah. Yeah. Some Cena promo, never give up at the end of the day.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. That'll be, (laughs) never give up. Also loyalty, respect. Yes. Yeah, just, yeah. he will find a way.
1: They'll find a way. But it, it was, for what it, you know, this, this film this this story that he told and, you know it was great to have this moment um, it'd be cool if they made some reference to it if Cena made some reference to it the next time we see him but I wouldn't hold that against them if they didn't I think that it was just great for Bray in this moment and for Cena to be gone for a while because he's he disappeared at the end of that and yeah. he can take credit for Cena not being around for wow. however long he Cena's break he ends retired
0: up... <laughs> yeah. if he wanted to
1: yeah that could be it. He could have been the guy that ended John Cena's career. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, man. That was great. It was awesome. All right. We are at main event uh, time. Are we the there? Match. We're there? We've all been waiting oh, for man. since we thought Drew was, was buried in, and we laid him to rest, man. R. I. We, we had a moment Drew's of silence.
0: Career. Legit moment of silence for a this man's career.
1: Yes. Then he went and won the Royal Rumble, and everything changed. And then he was on a collision course with the beast, Brock Lesnar. And so, sets the stage. Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre. Wow. WWE Championship
0: on the line. What did you think of the match? I wish I never saw the Goldberg (laughs) and and Braun Strowman match. It completely ruined it for me. Not like ruined, but it... (laughs) <laughs> it's just, you know, I I still enjoy the match because of the storytelling. That's it. But it was it was the same thing from Goldberg and and Braun just finisher finisher. I believe with me, man, they had a missed opportunity cuz Brock showed me that he went 30 minutes he damn damn near went 30 minutes in the Royal Rumble. I'm pretty sure he could have went 12 15 minutes with uh with Drew McIntyre. Like he's there they're both big behemoths, man. It could have been a slugfest, or it could have been a wrestling. Either or, I just wanted more of a of a fight instead of just, you know, hit you with my finisher, and you hit me with your finisher. You know, it would have been cool if I never saw the, the Bill Goldberg and Braun Strowman match. It, that would have been cool, but I already saw that. So it just kind of ruined that experience a little bit.
1: Yeah,
0: four minutes and 35 seconds. Yeah. That's what it went. Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was it was a short matchup um, the exact same matchup basically like you just said with, with Ronald Roman and Goldberg <laughs> it, was. It, was, it was finisher 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 um, I think that with this one it was a little bit better given you know the the people involved I mean you know Goldberg it's just he's super stale like I just don't don't really care. Yeah. Uh, Braun, I was really happy for, but you know, he just needed a better opponent to make that work better. Um, with this one, just add the story you know, though, that's why, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, here, here's the thing, too. I guess the way that when Brock hit those f5s, I guess similar to Goldberg, I'll give Goldberg this credit. I thought that, oh my god, Brock is gonna win this match. You know, we had, we had so said, Drew, there was no way Drew was gonna, I was yeah. totally convinced, there was no way. And then the match starts happening, and you're just like,
0: oh, my God. It kind of sets you up, which was smart, because he hits one F5. Drew kicks out a one. At one. All right, then he hits another F5. Then Drew kicks out a two. Yep. And then they set up for the third. was like, shit, here we go. I was like,
1: no, <laughs> no. When I hit that third, I was like, you got to be kidding me. Because I think I said I'm a 1,000% sure. I have zero doubt that Drew McIntyre is win this matchup. When he hit that third at five, I was like, oh, God, no. There's no way. There is no way. Come on, Vince. Don't do this. Don't do this. Like, in my head, I was just like, please. And then, you know, he kicked out again. I'm like, oh, yes, yes. here we go. Yep. Here we go. And so then Drew, you know, went and hit Claymore, he, what, four Claymores? Just four Claymores, um, yep. Yeah, it took four. I Claymores like that last
0: one because he told told Brock to look at me. He was like, Look at look me, at Brock!
2: Me. <laughs> look at
0: me. Hit him with that His final. Voice was Claymore. Cracking a little bit. Yes. I was like, oh I got pleasure out of that. I wish it was more yeah. banter, but I got yeah, pleasure out of that last one though.
1: Like you said, it it man, it would have been great if it was a longer match. Yes, man. Just it should have been a slug fest, man. Yeah. You know how
0: like I love my heavyweights? Brock yeah. is two eighty. Drew Mack, Drew Mac 265? Come on.
1: Yeah, let, let him go. Let him go. Let him let him work. <sighs> Unleash the that hounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was it was short. It was short. Too short for, for what this this uh you know could have been. But for me, you know, I I I, I popped hard man when 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 drew won, i was so happy yeah. similar to what it was with braun Strowman, you know like even though i was disappointed that the matches were short there was enough fear that i had for them losing that when they won i felt really happy and excited about the fact that i got to see them hold the bell at the end of the show so you know for for drew you know i was just i was so happy for him um seeing him celebrate with the title, seeing the motion on his face, seeing him reach out to the camera. Brock was still laying out the throughout camera. the whole
0: end of the show too. I don't yes. know if you noticed when, when drew was holding up the title, Brock not moving. I was like, damn, yeah, more Claymore do to you. That's what it does. <laughs>
1: man. Yeah, it was great, man. Drew saying, Hey, you're all here with me. You're all here with yep. me. Thank you. Thank you to the, to the people watching at home. Like it was great. It was great. I was, I was real happy for him. Um, now, I, I would be remiss to not mention that uh, on Raw, yeah. they had a they had breaking news, which I did not like what this at all. What the F moment? That's what it I, was. I did not what like this at
0: the all. the F! Exclamation so, point, exclamation point. Yeah,
1: <laughs> three hour Raw, they've been building this thing up. Okay, something happened at the end of WrestleMania that we didn't all get to see. And I'm like, okay, please don't tell me. Something happened. Did he slip on a on a wet spot in his neck and I'm thinking Brock was down. trying to track
0: him down and beat his ass, maybe. To that. Like,
1: is he going to have to relinquish the title now because <laughs> he got destroyed? Like, what just happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, everything running through my mind like, oh, they just ruined it. They just ruined this man's just, just run already. Like, it hadn't yeah. even been 24 hours. What are you guys doing? And then they show up. The big show come out. Well, first, they showed him come back out to the ring to celebrate, which I'm like, this is weird. Why would he come back out to the ring after he just won? Why would, why would you do the interview there? Do it in yeah. the back. I've never seen them do that before, where at a Wrestlemania they come back out to the ring. Yep. It's like, no, you, you they go to the gorilla position, they get the congratulations from everybody in the locker room, and then he comes, but instead, he comes here and he's like, yeah, you know, I hadn't talked to anybody, I haven't seen anybody. I'm like, What? <laughs> But you got your your plates changed already, so you clearly saw somebody because you didn't just do that yourself. You know, so anyway. Yeah, yeah, that really didn't make sense. It didn't make any (laughs) sense, man. You know Triple H (laughs) and Vince Man were right there, and they congratulated him, and everybody was back there giving him congrats. But no, 23 minutes later, you know, he's like, I hadn't seen anybody yet, but I got my plates changed. And then you know he he's there, I think it was it wasn't Kayla it was another uh, uh announcer charter interviewer. no, it wasn't Charlie, it was someone else. it was someone new um anyway, that's irrelevant what what it ended up happening was he's talking he's like happy that he's championed he's like, man, you know like I still kind of kind of don't believe it's real, but it's it's great, you know, and then here comes the big show, yeah, I was like. What the F is this dude yeah. doing here? Yeah. What what are we doing right now? This is not a WrestleMania moment. No. Nah. No. Not at all. I was like, boo
0: this man.
1: Yeah. Like, what are you doing? He comes yeah. out, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, congratulations. But, uh, you know, this is great. You know, you, you did great. But, you know, and he basically is out there he's saying he wants to pick a fight with Drew McIntyre. He's like, you know, I'm a giant. You're like, you're great, but you're not a giant. I'm like this is so dumb. If they put the belt on Big because Big Show has a show on Netflix. Yep. I'm I know. thinking That's
0: what I was thinking too, man. That's what I that, was exactly that, thinking.
1: Yeah. That that's this whole thing was built off of of Big Show, you know, having this show and the Big Show show, literally what it's called. And and trying know, to promote was that. was real
0: close to a full rent. I was like, full rent coming in 3 2 yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh my god, you bastards are okay. the <laughs> they, they they
1: really tried to sell this as if Big Show, you know, was about to trick Drew McIntyre into setting up – and I didn't like this at all either because even Big Show said, I'm not trying to challenge you for your belt, for your title. I just want to fight, essentially. And Drew was saying, there's nothing you can say to make me fight you. And then he slaps him. And then Drew takes off the belt and says, ring the bell. But then all of a sudden, it's a championship. How is this for the title? He didn't say it's for the title. He did not say it was for the title. even Big Show didn't say
0: it was for the title.
1: No. He said, I'm not going to challenge you for the title. And all of a sudden, it's a championship match. Tom Phillips
0: saying, we got a title match. I was like, Tom,
1: (laughs) if you just cost it, like Tom Phillips cost him the title, if he would have lost this matchup, it would have been all Tom Phillips' fault and I, oh my god I would have oh, I would have lost my mind yeah. but yeah this whole time I was I was watching the match and I'm like oh please no please no he hits the choke slam I'm like oh god this is bad I thought he was gonna gonna do the the knockout punch when he came off the top yep, rope me too you know and I was like ooh that might be it but he hit the choke slam I'm like okay that's not his finisher anymore so alright he's gonna kick out cool then he loaded up the punch I'm like oh shoot this here we go <laughs> Drew hits the claymore I'm like please just just pin him right away just pin him and he did, and I, oh my god, I was so happy. I was so relieved and just yeah, I, I could have done without that yes. though. Like it just I'm it like, just wasn't really
0: unnecessary. We didn't need it. Yeah. And he just wrestled Brock Lesnar. Why? <laughs> exactly Even <laughs> even Drew was like, I'm not gonna fight you, man. I'm I just fought this. Brock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do I need to fight you for? Right. Like this is right.
0: silly. That's the pedestal right there. What the hell am I gonna be? <laughs> I just
1: fought for the man.
0: Right. You're gonna prove a point by beating, beating Big Soda,
1: Big <laughs> Show? the hell? Where have you been? Golly. Man, yeah, trying to figure out which bizarre.
0: he which character he is. I mean Hill or Face. Hill or face. Yeah.
1: <laughs> man. It it was it was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. I I didn't like it at all, but you know he won. You know so he has a title defense already. Yeah. He, he You know so that's that's it's fine. a good
0: look because he was a, he did it right after beating Brock. So yeah,
1: it does make him look strong. It does. It just seemed unnecessary.
0: Totally unnecessary, bro. It. I didn't like. I'm like, bro. He he just fought the beast. <laughs> Give this man a break. God.
1: And they built it up the whole show. Oh, they, oh that law. was horrible. They horrible built it up. Build. Breaking they needed. News. They, needed they needed. They needed to
0: kill some time. That's all it was. We got three hours. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta burn it somehow. <laughs> Just egg this. Oh, oh my, my god. My and I'm thinking maybe time. like, oh man, Brock got uh got, got, got on him. Yeah, man. He didn't like that loss. Found Who him and beat his ass. Is, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he broke Drew's neck. <laughs> We're not gonna see Drew for a while, like, man. Because we knew that that Drew had a beating coming coming. <laughs> Like, it was unavoidable. And I'm thinking oh, like he didn't man. really get his ass up, like like Brock get up before. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, oh man, it's it's it happened. Like he probably yeah. still got the title, but he got his ass whooped. Yeah. But luckily it wasn't that, it was, you know. It's big, big show. show. It's big show. <laughs> oh Netflix, so, man. So come
1: on. Yeah. For Netflix, yeah. Yeah, for Netflix. But hey man, just Overall, still happy for Drew. Yeah, you know, just great moment for him. Well deserved. Well, we he totally won. deserves to be WWE champion. And who knew, man? was
0: doing that, uh, you know, <laughs> moment of a silence for Drew. Uh, Drew McIntyre's character. Yeah, yeah, man, it,
1: it, that happened. You know, because he, he was at that time. Remember, yeah. he was calling Shane McMahon the best in the world. Like, it's crazy. You know, and now. He's on top of the world's champ. It's great. It's great. I'm happy for him, man. I'm real happy for him. I think him, he's so. going
0: to hold on to that belt for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I He, might hold, he might hold on for till Brock come back. And I wonder, will they tell a story when, when Brock finally met somebody who just has his number? Hmm. And that's Drew. Because he beat Drew pretty, I mean, he beat Brock pretty convincingly, man. He did that. Would that would be interesting yeah. if
1: this is now the guy that he just that he can't beat All right. that Brock can't overcome? That would be that'd be interesting, man. Yeah, I'd he's, be into he's that a conqueror
0: of conquerors. So
2: yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like it. I like it. I, I'm, I'm I'm very interested to see where they go from here with, with Drew. I think that you know Rollins, you know, also kind of makes sense. You know, him going against Seth, yeah. uh, the Money That Messiah. I mean, the two of them being on Raw and. You know, I, I just well, we I got money in the bank com- coming
0: up too, so yeah, yeah they throw that yeah. wrench in there too. Yep, yep. There's so many ways they can go with this man, and the draft. I'm assuming has to be coming up pretty soon too, right? Because of I think there was just those late draft picks. Remember what they were saying before of the the future draft picks.
1: Well, something with, during that Apollo, or right before the Apollo matchup, when he showed up, they were like, yeah, something about expiring picks, and they used it on, uh, on Apollo, but I feel like, you know, they they did make a mention, though, of another draft, not not during Raw, but, you know, it, it, say like a month or so ago, I remember them saying, yeah, they're going to do another draft, before all of this really, oh, you know, okay. popped off with, with uh, COVID-19, yeah. Um, you know, I, I remember them saying something about a draft. So it's, it should be coming pretty soon. I mean, post-WrestleMania, usually they start to shake things up and all that. And, yeah, we started to see that already. But I feel like a full-fledged draft is is, is going to happen. So that might shake things up and give Drew some, some new competitors he could potentially go against. Um, you know, we'll see. But I think, Seth, if they don't do a huge... You know, reshuffle the roster. Mm-hmm. I think Seth makes a, a huge uh, load of sense. You know, for him to be a one of the top or one yeah, of the first guys. He is eyeing
0: that top. He think he is the messiah now. So mm-hmm. he's the guy yeah. on top right now. Or well, he feel yeah. like he's on top.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, without being champion, he's still you know one of the major faces of the, of the company. You know, of, of that's Raw that's in true. specific. You know, so it, it, I I think he has a I think that would be cool for Drew to try to establish himself over Seth. Like that's another mountain for him to climb. And with that stable that Seth has, you know, that's another way where Drew can feel like the underdog because you know the numbers game you know might be too much for for Drew at times. But you know, you get to the pay per view and Drew finds a way to overcome. You know, that that I can see that story.
0: Yeah, man, me too. Like. I would like to see a story like that for for Drew being that that fighting champion finally trying to just build a face the right way. It's I, yeah. I don't think it's that complicated for Drew's character, man. Because yeah. you, you could tell he's just a fighting, he's just a warrior. You could tell that mm-hmm. he totally is. He totally
1: is, man. It, it's. This is going to be awesome, man. I I think that finally, you know, to see Drew get this, you know, opportunity to really showcase himself as as like you said, the fighting champion, the warrior that we've seen him to be, that we've believed he could could uh, could be this 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 uh, at this point in time in his career, just on top, you know, of the the Raw division as, as the champion now. Um man, it's it's gonna be fun to see them just, just explore that. And I think Vince is behind him as well. I think Vince oh, really, yeah. you know, believes in him. They called him the chosen one way okay. back, you know, and now I think he's finally living into that for, for them. So I think he's in he's in a good spot. Yeah, Much sure. better spot than Braun. I think with even, Braun, d- I'm even kind Dwayne of
0: Dwayne The Rock Johnson even mentioned something about uh, Drew McIntyre being like, Yeah, he's he's the man, he should be like the face of the company.
1: Yeah, I I I, I could Totally agree with that. You know, I feel like you know with him, you know he's got the backing of Vince, and I feel like he's in a great spot, yeah. and he his chances of having a long title reign are great. I think with Braun, I'm a little concerned because again, the the circumstances they never show the trust in
0: Braun. Like,
1: yeah, come on. Prior man. to yeah. this, you know, Roman Reign again, just uh, not to be a broken record, but it's. Really clear. Roman Reigns would have been the champion mm-hmm. had he decided to wrestle, and he didn't, and that's why Braun is there. And prior to this, Braun was you know not given like whenever he got these opportunities, he lost. He lost to to Brock Lesnar, you know, and and with one f five, I remember I remember
0: that yeah. vividly, man. I'm like, well, how the hell did he beat Braun Strowman with one f five? That's it, one f five. Yeah, that, that's what it yeah. takes. This dude that pulls Mack trucks for a living. Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm.
0: You know. It's,
1: so, you know, for him, it's it's definitely a wait-and-see approach. With Drew, it's like, no, this nah, is this is the dude. Go. This is yeah. the dude, yeah. This is the dude. So, yeah, man. Just um, that, man, what a WrestleMania overall. WrestleMania 36, um, man. Who knew? Dude, two nights, just just uh, two great nights, yes. you know, in my opinion. I think they... They did an, an awesome job with the situation they had. Um, you know, I've heard mixed reviews from people out there, but for me, you know, it was a great show. I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, night one and night two both. You know, I enjoyed night two. I enjoyed a little bit more because the the matches that I was anticipating the most were all on night two, <laughs> so that was kind of just extra fun for me. Yeah. But night one was was awesome as well. Um, just overall, man, it was it was a fun experience. And uh, one that we've never really experienced before, but I yeah, think man. will change things going forward. I Think you know, so for for like some movie situations they may do, you well, know, even a format feel, it might just switch yeah. to a two night WrestleMania. I, I could see, I could see that. Yeah. You know, I could see two nights. You know, I could see more films being done now. You know, with you know with with what they did and the success that they had. You know, like there's you know there's some yeah. fans I could that, definitely you know, see and, that and, and for
0: next year of WrestleMania since it'll be in uh, Hollywood.
1: Well, for me, you know, like, like uh, I could see that, and I could see, like, hey, the the boneyard match it was what it was. I think for Undertaker, it makes sense to do something like that mm-hmm. for him potentially. Um, I think that the Firefly Funhouse was, to me, it was it was the more successful of the two, just because they took a lot of a lot more risks and it was just more like um, just really deep. You know, okay, here's, here's another aspect that I really did appreciate about the Funhouse fun matchup is that it seemed like it was really for hardcore fans.
0: It was, like, it that, was, because if you didn't, if you just casual a friend, if you, if you just say, hey, ain't, nothing, ain't no sports, but, oh, WrestleMania, okay, I used to watch it when I was a kid, you don't know what the hell you just saw.
1: Right right like a lot of the references will just go over your head and you really wouldn't get it but for those that are you know really digging in all the time and watching you know for years and years and you know you're you're you know kind of like the ins and outs the behind the scenes of wwe you know you would really get it you really got a kick out of what they did and 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 for me i was shocked that a lot of the things that they allowed to 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 have happen on in that Firefly funhouse matchup so You know, I'm definitely excited to see another one of those. And, you know, maybe joining those two, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match, that could be cool. Um, But at the end of it, I would say match of the show overall. I mean, definitely for me, Charlotte and Rhea, they killed it. They stole the show. Um, Could have been a main event. I wouldn't be mad if they had it as a main event for next year's or future WrestleMania. Um, Those two women, they really showcased themselves as being two of the top uh, performers, period, you know, male or female in the company, you know, with this matchup. And I think we got a nice, great rivalry to go forward with that. Um, you know, special honorable mention to that triple threat matchup for the tag team titles, yes. you know, Jimmy Uso, Morrison, Kofi Kingston. The yeah, they really, they, they killed it. Um, you know, you had... Um, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins, you know, I thought that match almost could have been a disaster with that DQ, but they saved it and really did a great job overall yeah. with that match too. I would um, give that match
0: yeah. for the best dialogue. Best, di- best dialogue. <laughs> okay, if that's I would give a match strong dialogue. It would be that match right there, you know, with Kevin. Just Seth was just constantly talking to, to, to Kevin, and you got Kevin calling Seth a little punk bitch, you know. <laughs> it was It was entertaining. Yeah, man. It was. It was.
1: and Even, like, you know, Edge and Orton, best best story going in. Yeah. And, yeah. yes, it was a long match, but they, they, you know, gave them time to let that breathe to, you know, future legends, you know, maybe current legends right now. Like, instant Hall of Famers, whenever they decide to end their careers, just go at it and just give us a very uncomfortable, emotional matchup. Um, you know it's just the moments in this the Wrestlemania moments again with no fans like but to still be able to create moments man just shout out to the entire WWE team man they did such a great job just with this weekend shout out to Stephanie for two great intros in the beginning of both Wrestlemania nice yeah acknowledging that you know this is going to be different but we're going to have a great time we're going to entertain so I thought that was great Um, yeah man it was it was awesome it was awesome
0: i enjoyed it as well man so the entire wrestlemania I, I can't say i like oh this is one of the WrestleManias that sucked for me no it was very entertaining i could say that it was definitely uh memorable for me so i, I with the two movies the firefly funhouse the the boneyard match with undertaker man basically you know he basically maybe you know uh Revitalize his career with that so who who knows with that and then Otis getting his moment you know getting the win against Dolph but topping it off with the cherry on top of getting Mandy Moore as it was all good good things Mandy Rose oh, I'll <laughs> say Mandy, Mandy Moore, Moore. Oh, good correction son Mandy Rose <laughs> Mandy Rose that's right yep it's getting late for me <laughs> uh, and man probably the best wrestling match with, with, I'll, I'll give it to the ladies man Charlotte and Rhea they they put a wrestling clinic out there and you understood that story that was told and and it was just a a very thoughtful entertaining wrestling clinic that these ladies put out man it showed you why they are the alphas in each and their respective divisions
2: yeah man
1: yeah so again thank you wwe for putting on this show you know definitely uh much appreciating this time this crazy time that we're living in right now a great distraction from all the stuff going on in the world and yeah just a a very just an awesome wrestlemania one that for for sure we'll we'll remember and it, we we got great moments out of yeah. it just like we do typically with wrestlemania um yeah man it was it was awesome Um, Before we call it a show, I know you want to give us, uh, you know, to to say a couple things at the end here. So I'm going to give you the floor.
0: Ah, well, thank you, my good man. So just want to say, man, thank you for listening and continue to listen to the Clark Street podcast. If you want to hit us up, maybe you have uh, a topic that we haven't talked about and you would like to hear. uh, Just hit us up on Facebook. You know, Instagram, we have an Instagram page, Clark Street Wrestling Podcast, and Twitter, at Clark Podcast. Hit us up there. And you can always listen to us on the most popular podcast apps. You got Apple, you got Spotify, you got Anchor, of course, you got iHeart. So a lot of podcast apps you can listen to us for uh, on our show. So please, thank you, like, subscribe, follow, leave a review too, you know, and yeah. And I thank you again for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast
1: yeah guys thank you thank you thank you keep listening we'll keep bringing you guys this content man it's definitely a pleasure being able to share all this with you just the love of wrestling that we have it's just definitely a genuine honor and privilege to be able to do this so yeah definitely appreciate all of you And that is going to do it for this WrestleMania 36 recap, the event that was too big for just one night. (laughs) I got to get that in one more time before it's over. Oh, man. But, yeah, man, it was fun breaking that down, but that's going to do it. So we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, Yeah, for for Devin, I'm our feast. We'll catch you next time. Peace.
0: All right, guys. Thanks for listening to the Clark Street Wrestling Podcast.